Welcome, everyone, to another trip to Nintendo Land. We're back in the world of Nintendo video games and other Nintendo-related things. Uh, hello, I'm Mike Burgess, your host, and I'm here with Ari O'Neill. Hello, Ari. How you doing? Hello. Hi. That's right. We're back to talk about Nintendo. This is a monthly show here on Rational Passions that we do, talking all things Nintendo. Um, we've been doing it. We're almost at episode thirty, which in the in the, you know, the the wide world of other podcasts is not a lot. But you know, since this is a monthly show, that's a big deal for us. That's a big deal for us because you know we're a monthly show, so that'll be fun. That'll be well, technically our next episode, but you know we're we're almost there. So that's still twenty nine like episodes. Three years, yeah, yeah three plus years, and that doesn't include like we've done like other like one off things, like we did that Tears of the Kingdom kind of prediction thing a while back, and. The put the Pokemon ranking and stuff that was fun. We've done that a couple times, so we're technically what was over. The last it. episode we did po- for the Pokemon ranking, no, or, uh, just in general, Nintendo Land. Well, the last episode of Nintendo Land uh, that we, we talked about that direct that happened like in early July, I believe. Okay, I don't know yeah. if I was like if people knew I was a girl at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think, I don't think so. so. I think I, yeah. I Ari's People here. People get it at this point. I Ari's here. Yes, yeah, she's here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> um, common, but, common yeah, enough. Last now. episode, we didn't have video or anything, right? I, I don't. Yeah, think. yeah. You were moving, I think, or was that? Yeah. I don't know. We we we've done so many. We also do have the we've tower. Done, we do a lot of podcasts together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because now, I'm, yeah, I'm like it's blended in with like Helm the Tower now too. Sometimes I'm like trying to remember mm-hmm. not to. That's why I was like trying to, to find <laughs> the like, memories. Oh, right. well. But hi, uh, yeah. Anyway, if you don't know, our, at Ari means wind on Twitter. So That's right. Catch up. <laughs> um, yeah, but but you know, Nintendo Nintendo's happening. I guess a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, we talked about that direct that happened. I'm fairly sure that was the last thing we talked about on here. I think um, so. That's that that's really right. that really shows you how much we we like keep up when we when we do new episodes. You know, it's a monthly shows, so sometimes a lot happens you yeah. know, in a month period uh, in our lives for sure. So a lot of things change and update and all that all that jazz. Um, but you know, there's not been like a whole whole lot of Nintendo news. Um, that has but that's because we had that direct and they just announced like, hey, here's all the rest of the games we're coming out for rest of the year um so we're, we're gonna talk about a little bit of that we have i bought i pulled up a release calendar the, to talk about you know what's what's what we're looking forward to for the rest of the year for the switch in terms of game releases and stuff so that'll be fun there's also like you know, it has more indie game stuff that maybe wasn't fully in that direct so we'll have a lot more to pull from stuff we're looking forward to um so we'll talk about that and then also like uh, some games have come out i've played a bunch of pinkman 4 uh, the video game, which has pretty been pretty fun, so I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later in the show. And then you played Ghost Trick as well, the remaster that came out recently. So we're talk about that stuff. But um, yeah, yeah. There's, again, there's not much Nintendo news. I admittedly am pr- purposely avoiding talking about Switch Two, weird Switch Pro rumors that we just. I feel like there was a time when we talked about that a lot on the show, like yeah, and like. Now I feel like we're in that, you know, we know it's coming, like, it's not, I don't think we're that far away from that, so I'd rather just, like, get to a point where we know, like, at least some more official things, or there's, like, more, like, actual, legitimate uh, things to talk about. Forced information, yeah. Yeah, rather than just being like, here's this Rumor X again for this thing, this console, of course, this video game company is working on a new console or new, new hardware of some kind. So yeah, you know, we're just we're just gonna not 
talk about any of that stuff. Although th- there's definitely been a lot more, I feel like, rumblings of it uh, recently. Yeah, we're getting there. We talked about it last episode, too. I remember. I, I think we ended with, like, stuff about the backwards compatibility. That was, like, the last episode of the one before then. Yeah, def- um, definitely a lot of that up in the air about the, it, it should, it, should it be or is it going to be or hopefully it will be. So, yeah. yeah. At this point, it is really just a matter of months before we actually know what it is. So. Yeah, yeah. Considering we're uh, the time this episode will be out, it'll basically be August already. But mm-hmm. like we're getting towards the end of the summer. You know, usually they have another big Nintendo Direct in that September kind of early fall time frame. So who knows? We can maybe even hear it as soon as you know a month That's from true. this from from the from that episode, or you know maybe they do. <clears throat> Something in it because I want to say they like they really showed the switch. They showed it like in some random trailer in the middle of October. October, yeah. So like end of they, October, same day as the Red Dead Redemption Two reveal. Right. <laughs> um, weird news day. Yeah, very yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, anything, anything. I feel, I definitely feel like anything's possible. So where I think we're just, I just would rather just wait because it feels like we're not that far away from something like that happening. So. Yeah, um, but let's uh, let's get into this uh, calendar I picked up here. Um, so basically, I'm using this website I found called releases.com, and basically it's kind of like a big site that like kind of is filtering. I basically filtered it from now from August uh, through the remainder of the year to see uh, what games are coming out. We're not gonna. There's actually a pretty decent amount of games listed because you know there's all kinds of weird smaller stuff that comes to Switch. Definitely some weird anime games or other things like that. So we won't probably touch on every single thing that is there. But I definitely have um, some highlights here that I want to, to talk about. So we have... I'm, oh, I'm curious, before we start, mm-hmm. do you know what you are spending your other voucher on? Or have you already spent it? I would say I have not. I actually have not got any voucher thing yet. <laughs> oh, you didn't do the, the two vouchers? Mm-mm. Okay. I did. I did that. So I got Zelda with one, and I actually got Super Mario Wonder with the other. Nice. I definitely. I definitely probably should do that, especially with like Mario coming up, and then there's there's something else I think coming up. Mario RPG. So that's probably. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it that. Both of those. Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll use it that way and get both those Mario games with that or something coming up soon. But I've, I actually have not used it yet. Yeah, or, or done that at all. Um, so let's see. What, what do we have up here? Some cool indie stuff coming up like early in August here in these first couple of weeks, so they're pretty soon. So I'll just shout these out real quick. Um, August 8th, we have WrestleQuest. August 9th, we have 30XX, which is kind of like that Mega Man-style like roguelite game. And WrestleQuest mm-hmm. is like a straight-up like old-school JRPG-style wrestling game with like some. I think there's like some proper wrestle people, wrestling people in it in some 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 shape or form. Um, so that's that's fun. I just remember seeing that one a lot at like all the kind of packs and stuff. People we used to uh, get out to those. Um, yeah, there was always those those fun ones there. Um, let's see, August seventeenth, we have Vampire Survivors finally coming to to the Switch. That'll be fun. I definitely think uh, if if you have not played that game and don't have availability to it on on a like PC or something like that, that's like a cool one to to jump into. Very addicting dopamine rush uh, yeah. game that's really fun and it's only like five bucks so really good um game i'm looking really forward to on august 18th bomb rush cyberfunk that is the like yeah. spiritual successor 
uh, to Jed said radio games that Sega used to make, but this is now being made by Team Reptile. They are they are the creators of that like uh, that two D fighting game. Well, it's blanking. The name is blanking on me, but it had like a really cool style. It was very Smash Brothers like inspired by Brawlhalla. with like the art. It wasn't Brawlhalla. Um, because it was like a two D and you like hit the ball back and forth. And like that was like the main way you fought. Oh, I do know what you're talking about. I do not know the name. Yeah, of it, yeah, the name is escaping me as well. I know the de- developer team is Team Reptile. Um, yeah, it's game, it looks really cool. If you've ever seen Jet Set Radio games, it's like right out of those. Um, just yeah, looks looks awesome. I'm so stoked because I always I did like those games back Lethal in the day. League. Lethal League, that's what it is. Yep, yep. Gotcha. That, thank you. Yeah, Lethal League also was a really cool game. Um, let's see, after that one, August 24th, Blasphemous 2. Now, did you ever play the first one of these? Because I know, like, it's a big Metroidvania. I know it was, like, popular. I don't know if it was up your alley or not. I played a demo of it. They put out, like, a free demo. I think it's, like, the first two chapters or parts of it. Uh, and I liked what I played. I actually, Blasphemous 2, I was going to bring up, too, because it's on my fantasy critic team. Nice. (laughs) Um, Because uh, cause people speak pretty highly of that first one. Yeah. Uh, I just remember that came, Blasphemous came out in the year of the Metroidvania, as we call it. Uh, uh, where there were like gotcha. 17 games that came out in August of that year. Um, so I kind of, it just, it slipped through the cracks. I think I was playing like Chasm and Ori and stuff. Uh, okay. Um, but uh, I'm definitely curious. I'm, I hope if the second one is even better than the first, I might, I might check them both out. When it comes out, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely what I what I've definitely seen very positive buzz about it, uh, for, for sure. So I'm, I'm I was always curious. I don't know if there's there's the ones you checked out because I know you're definitely I enjoy myself with Metroidvania, but I, I would say you're definitely way more keen on them or play a lot more. Yeah, I of play them like I a do. lot of weird, uh, like <laughs> maybe not great Metroidvania, <laughs> but, but I commit to them in a in a very loving way for sure. Nice. Um, but we got. I think we got to talk. I, nothing else between this and Blasphemous, so it feels safe to jump to August 29th, Sea of Stars. Yep. Yeah. I was gonna say. I was. I was kind of looking at a couple, couple other games in between that and like admittedly, I was like, hey, this Agatha looks, Christie, Hercules, Parapoint. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> come on, come on. You don't want to talk about Agatha Christie game? Come on. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Sea of Stars. Yeah, obviously, like the um, what's the, what's the name of the devs again? They're like uh, a savage, sav- yeah, sabotage. Sav- sabotage. Yeah, um, they made they made the the messenger, which was a really cool, like also similar kind of two D action game. Mm-hmm. Very really inspired by Ninja Gaiden, but obviously now they've shifted to this, which is like a full on like top down JRPG, very, very cr- Chrono Trigger, Chrono Trigger inspired. inspired. Yep, they kicked they put it on Kickstarter when it first launched, uh, or they first launched a Kickstarter for it and then got funded, and then now it's coming out. Uh, finally, yeah, this looks awesome. Like I, um, I'm definitely even going to be checking this out, this one out for sure. Um, yeah. But I know it's definitely been on the the, the RPG, uh, JRPG fanatics because like a lot of these don't. Yeah, like a lot of like Chrono Trigger style JRPGs. I feel like there's not been. I'm sure there's maybe been like smaller like fan ones for sure. But I feel like this is like a one that's like definitely sort of risen above a lot of that other stuff, right? Yeah. It's so funny, like, uh, obviously, I, I love The Messenger a lot. You can go read my review of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great. I think it's one of the best Metroidvanias and 2D action platformers 
of the last 10 years, probably. Yeah, um, nice. And I got to spend a lot of time uh, with uh, Cherry, who's the guy who directed it, um, and he's directing this. And I remember when uh, he told me about this game, uh, like, after The Messenger come out, like, at that launch party at PAX West that we went to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he told me what their next game was going to be long before it was announced. It was, like, the only thing that I've known for, like, forever. And I was so excited about the idea of it. And then when they finally showed it off as, like, this this real love letter to Chrono Trigger, which he said is, like, one of his favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. Um it it really just solidified. I've been looking forward to this for so long. Uh, there's a demo out on Switch, and now it's out on uh, PS4 as well. I don't know if it's out on Xbox, but it might be. Um, that's like a little slice of the game. Uh, really unique combat system, right? Like you're hitting enemies with weak points to like s- stagger them. There's like different attack types like slashing and blunt damage and light and dark damage and and stuff like that, you have to hit all the different things you need to hit within mm-hmm. a, a, a certain amount of turns to stagger an enemy. Um, and you can, like, absorb, like, these little things that fall on the ground to, like, make your next move stronger. Uh, it's hmm. really cool. It's going to be on Game Pass on day one, and it's nice. going to be on PS Plus Extra on day one. Dang. So, like, you <laughs> can get this everywhere, and it'll be on Switch, PS5, and, and Xbox, so... Yeah, yeah. Just just check it out. I, I think it's it's gonna be really good. Uh, also on my fantasy critic team. Heck yeah, very nice. Yeah, it looks looks really cool. I'm I'm looking forward to it as well. As I've been prequel to the messenger as well. Oh, interesting. Definitely definitely been more in a, in a JRPG vibes after playing not a Switch game, but it was Final Fantasy 16. Um, but I did start another JRPG that I'll talk about later as well. Uh, that I, I kept my word because it's something we talked about super like early this year, which was Octopath mm. Traveler two. Oh yeah, that's I right. played. I played. Uh, I started it. I've, I didn't really get super deep in, but like I've I have played played like you know I say I'm not super deep in, but I played like ten hours. <laughs> but that's how yeah, JR, JRPGs that's, go. So um, yeah, it's funny because you know I play. I just played Tales of Arise too. So I, I, like, nice. I love that we were both like on a JRPG trip after. Yeah, theme. yeah, definitely, definitely brought that back that mood back in me like you know i haven't really hopped into a game like this in a while let me let me try some out and then this this probably will also i'll probably also end up playing this because of that as well um so that's yeah that that make does it mostly for august although there is these weird looking games towards the end of the list i kind of want to look at one one that randomly just quick thing apparently there's gonna be a fifth trying game yeah i I know i had no idea that was even um, i knew there was a fourth one but yeah 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 um, and then the other one after this is this game called the Isle Tide Hotel, and it looks like it's an FMV game. And all I, all I know is I'll, I'll probably tune into the next Lander stream. Yeah, that's <laughs> with the Vinny exactly. Caravella playing that game on. That's that's a but they're both August thirty thirty first. Um, it's the very very end of the month for August. That's that's fun. <laughs> um, wild. Yeah, wild. Still out here making. Uh, making FMB games. So now we're on to September, and I definitely think September actually has a lot of cool stuff as well. Um, first up, um, I, I want to talk about is um, Fay Farm. That's September 8th. Um, definitely definitely been caught my eye. Is like I'm not really like... I don't always get interested in these, these kind of uh, 
farm sim, simmy kind of like life ga- lifestyle kind of games or whatever the cozy games as you would call it. Um, but every so often there's one that I'd be like, mm, okay, I can, I can maybe get this. And I think it is that where this one looks like it has kind of a more bland, like it looks more like a fantasy life. Like I know which also is presumably this year as well. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, this but this looks like it blends that a little bit more where like you have kind of like this farm simming and like building your own like kind of life out. But also it has like, you know, you can go do combat and go into dungeons and stuff. And like this game seems to have both of those going on and like you can kind of have like it's more has a little bit more rpg-ish stuff going on that sounds cool it also has you know multiplayer so you could like get in co-op with and play with other people so that could be fun if i can ever find people to play this with or not um but i think that looks that looks that looks uh cool and it's been on my radar because it's always it's always one of those farm games that shows up in like every direct or nintendo kind of little showcase the last couple it's, it's shown up in so i've definitely um Okay, there's a couple of weird games. I want to look at the. I'm just briefly looking at these, but um, I mean, if you want to, if you want to also shout out, I don't know if, if you've looked through any, some September stuff. Um, I have, yeah. I'm like the the only one that's like jumping out to me. Bait and Kaidos One and Two HD Remaster. Oh yeah, exciting. nice, nice. I played games I, that I missed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I played the first one. I didn't. Comp- I remember. I didn't. I didn't beat the first one, but I played it. Originally, when it came on the GameCube, I remember it, like it had. Even when I was younger, I like ha- I liked the vibe of it, but it was mm-hmm. definitely for my for my younger, dumber uh, brain. It would not fully into like JRPGs at the time. It did not. I feel like I didn't stick with it, but I remember like liking a lot of vibes to it. Yeah, specifically. And then that that excites me. Like I I love GameCube era video games. Yeah, it uh, is, is so. a GameCube ass era video game yeah like that that, that, the, one that gamecube exciting. like ps2 jrpg era it is one of, is like one of those uh without a doubt for sure Love that. yeah um what else we got here i like that super bomberman r2 september 13th mm-hmm. that's that's surprising that's that's getting another that's getting another go at it i remember when they announced that and i was like who wanted yeah this? who wanted this <laughs> who knows maybe maybe they got together i don't know that's like we'll see um, another one I feel like showed up a lot in directs was Myth Force, which is September twelfth. That was like the kind of it's like a first person kind of co op roguelite game where it's like eighties cartoon inspired. Even like the game itself, while you're playing it, has a very visual, very cool like you, yeah, visual style to it. That's like evoking that kind of stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Let's see. Let me scroll down here a little bit. All right, this one just says uh, it just says like a weird dragon. It's probably gonna be some weird anime game. But it says Mon Yu, English version gameplay trailer. Let me just look through this real quick. Okay, yep, yep. Okay, those are like weird anime chibi characters. This is exactly what the game I thought it was. Yep. <laughs> so let me let's scroll through some more of these. That's what a lot of these, some, you know, yeah. again, looking at the eShop, you're like, oh, yeah. is this an anime platform? Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely that, usually how it goes, right? Um, there was apparently Baby a shark singing swim party. <laughs> Finally, yeah, finally, finally, could play that Rainbow High game that's here. Let's go. Um, Harvest, there's a Harvest Moon game coming out in September. It's 20th, another one, September 26th. I can't I be. Guess, I don't know because Story of Seasons is like technically a different thing. Yeah, Story, story of Seasons. I, I believe how it broke down is Story of Seasons is like the actual original Harvest Moon team, or like is amalgamation of that, and they moved mm-hmm. that because some some other. T- 
game company bought the, the rights to Harvest Moon. I think that's yeah. what happened, and that's why like these when you usually see like an Harvest Moon game nowadays, they just kind of look not very very great. Yeah, because uh, three what seasons told. like a remake of It's a Wonderful Life, which was a Harvest Moon. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, was, was yeah. remade as Story of Seasons. It's a Wonderful Life. Right. Earlier this yeah. Year. Just very confusing. <laughs> um, um Night Market is a game that's been on my radar for a long September time. September twenty sixth. Yeah. Uh, nice. I don't know if that's like I if I'm still looking for that game right now, but we'll see. You know, things will change. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we're we're definitely talking about Switch games. There's definitely a lot of other stuff. There's a lot of video games. A lot of video games this still. year. So it'll be it'll be tricky. Like weird, weird to remember that they're putting out a version of Mortal Kombat uh, one on yeah. Nintendo Switch that's listed here for September 19th. Right, cloud version. Yeah, that, that I would imagine that is that is the case for sure. Um, I know a lot, a lot of people were very excited about Cocoon. Which yes, is an indie game coming out on the 29th. Yeah, September. I was I was gonna bring that up as well because I want to say there's like a, um, I've, I've I'm blanking on I'm blanking on it specifically, but there was like a specific name. That's what it is. It's it's a guy who's a lead gameplay designer designer um, from Limbo and Inside. So oh, basically, okay. he's he's making this game and it's kind of his little own indie project. And yeah, it does look really cool from like some of the some of the stuff that I think like people played it at like Summer Game Fest or something. Yes. Yes. Um and basically it's like a thing where you're literally like you're like in almost doing like an inception style, like you go into like a like a world that's like in an orb and you're like doing puzzles, but sometimes there's combat and like depending on like where you're at in the loop, you'll you'll like if you get into combat, you can get like knocked out of that world into like different into into like reverse out and stuff. And it's like it has like a bunch of very like trippy stuff going on from what I from what I've seen. So yeah, cool. I'll definitely probably check that out as well. But yeah, that's on Switch on September 29th. I think it's going to be on other stuff too, like PlayStation yes. and everything like that. So yeah, it looks neat. Um, I think that's mostly it for. September here, just because I don't see too many other Disney Speedstorm on September twenty eighth. I guess that might be the full release. I don't know. I thought it was early next year. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe it wasn't on Switch yet. Maybe it was just on other stuff. I don't know. That game's weird. Um, anyway, <laughs> that is true. Anyway, let's move on. Oh, I thought it. I could just go. To, oh, I guess after now this. Oh yeah, we're just three. Okay, so that's weird. It has October is underneath the Q3, but okay. I think these are just like a bunch of random games that to don't preface have. the quarter with all the things that are not locked down. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything. Yeah, there's not too much. Um, yeah, the only ones I, I'll, I'll do a quick I'll do a quick shout out. There's Frogun Encore, which is like a I think oh, like yeah. a like uh, the original Frogun. I don't know if this is like a full on sequel. Um, I, I think it might actually be that one where it's like a base, like you can see from the visual style, it's going for like Mega Man kind of Legends look, but it's like a it's like a two D platformer or like three D platformer where it's like smaller kind of levels. And you have this like frog gun, like grappling yeah, hook. Gun. I remember the viewpoints we did for this. Yeah, yeah, I can remember if you sat on with me or Quinn sat on with me. But yeah, I think Quinn sat in with you and I watched it. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very cute, very cute game. It's cool. Um, I, pl- I played it. Uh, I think I did play it on Switch, uh, but yeah, it's on other stuff too. Um, another one I'll, I'll shout out is Nine Years of Shadow. 
uh, which is later. That's another Metroidvania to, to pique your interest. This um, one, I remember this one, yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very, like, uh, it's inspired, definitely inspired by, like, a specific anime from the 90s. I think it's, like, Saint Seiya, where you get, like, the different armor, like, the, the, all the armor sets. She even has, like, she plays, like, a lady in it, and you even have, like, almost, like, a magical girl, like, transformation moments yeah. in the game from the little bit I played, because I played it on Steam, because it is out on Steam already. Um, I think it might be on other stuff, too, but I guess this is when it's coming to Switch some point this year. Um, yeah, cool, cool vibe. The whole premise is like you like you're you're like you went to this like castle that's very Castlevania inspired, and you were like going to like rid the world of darkness because like everything's been turned like black and white. Um, but then when you do that, you fail, and then you are the world's like put back into darkness. But then you gain the power to recolor it nine years later after nine years of training. So then you like return later, and then you like go come back there and fight. Uh, start the fight over and get these like transformation powers and stuff. Um, so yeah, cool, cool, much, cool little Metrovania. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the other thing that's listed down here in Q3 because they don't have dates yet is the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, DLC. That's Cause, right. Because there's going to be one in the fall, I think, and then the last one is winter. Um, neither of those have been listed yet. I know they did show them in that recent direct, though. Um, where where are you at with these still? Like, if you have. I guess they haven't really shown too much still, but where, yeah. where are you at? I finally, Pokemon like, come down off of the Scarlet Terra raid battles. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been keeping up with them. I assume more have been happening, but I have not done them. Uh, yeah. Ever since I missed the one that was, like, the weekend when Tears of the Kingdom came out, I was like, all right. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done with these now. Yeah. And now we, I have Pokemon Home access. You know, I can get the pokemon i i have the pokemon i promise you i i can get them if not i will find them that's fair (laughs) yeah um so yeah i i'm i'm looking forward to them it's all about when they come out but as i've proven with pokemon this year uh i'll get to it eventually yeah yeah that's that's probably what i'm at as well i was like i'll I don't think I've bought the bought the DLC in any way. I don't know if you can yet, but I definitely you can. I will. I'm like back and forth if I want to go back to that game. It really does. It really does come down to like if they do any kind of like kind of technical improvements to it, which at this rate I feel like is just probably not happening. But you know, yeah, we could see. Yeah, I, I think it's possible with the release of the the DLC there could be a a major update, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I will happily go back to Scarlet and Violet uh, mm. at some point. It's just a matter of when. I mean, I played, I finished Pokemon Platinum for the first time this year, so anything is possible. Yeah, there it is. Pokemon Dream stays alive. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking speaking of, we can I think we can move on to October here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the first actual game we have here in October is not a Pokemon game. And that's October 6th, Detective Pikachu Returns. The sequel to the first Detective Pikachu 3DS is finally happening. Yeah, I guess I'm good. I'm good actually. I'm 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 kind of good on that too. I didn't play the first one. Like I like the movie. The movie was fine, but like I don't need. To, I don't know. That's that's. I probably don't need to play that personally. It's a super super high on my list. But you know, it's happening. It's October yeah, 6th. There's one person out there that check is it out. like still upset about the cliffhanger at the end of the first Detective Pikachu, and I'm happy for them. <laughs> yeah, they've been waiting all these years. To, to play it, they've been endlessly, endlessly waiting. I'm, I'm thinking of a very specific person saying this. They aren't aren't going to hear this, but I, there is at least one person out there that has. <laughs> yes. Excellent. 
Um, let's see. What else we got here? Wow, it uh, says Alan Wake 2 here. That's Alan crazy. Wake 2. That's, yeah, that's right. Weird. Alan Wake 2. Uh, anyway, that's, that's, that's like a fucking incredible video game. Yeah, I'm just, Hell yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Look forward to the viewpoints on that. Just, yeah. Just for us. Yeah, just for us. We're ready. I can't. can't I'm ready. I need that 10 video. 10 years ready. 13 need that, years ready. Need that video game. Um. What else we got here? A bunch of random other like smaller things. Like this looks like the, the the Hot Wheels Unleashed two October nineteenth. That's cool. I heard that. I heard that first one was surprisingly good. So maybe this like sequel will be more interesting. Um, then there's the big one September twentieth. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Yeah, still looks incredible. I'm. I, w- I wonder if they'll do. I mean, I guess you know this will be October, so there probably could totally still be a September direct where we get a lot more, where they kind of do a bigger reveal of that game because um, yep. you know we definitely got some cool, some cool stuff from that first reveal of it, showing all the different you know four player co op, all that all that fun stuff, playing as an elef- elephant elephant Mario, yeah, playing as Daisy and Yoshi's and Toads and Mario Luigi and all that stuff. Yeah, it looks really cool. I'm Can't wait! Super stoked! I ha- I haven't been excited for 2D Mario in forever. Yeah. So it's fun to be excited about one. I also like note we haven't seen what Bowser his design looks like in this yeah. kind of art style. It's obviously not that different, but I'm excited. To yeah. See what, what is what is like. yeah what is dream dreamy dreamy Bowser looking at? I want to take the, when does what is that what happens to Bowser when he eats that flower? Is he get crazy? Oh, yeah, we're gonna find we're gonna find out. That's for sure. Freaky or like maybe maybe they'll get crazy and since it's like a dream state though like. You have other characters or other other what bad guys. When yeah, oh yeah, that'd be great if like Wart came back or something. That'd yeah, be super fun. Be fun. Um, what happens when Peach or Daisy eat the elephant fruit? Yeah, I, yeah. Need to know. <laughs> I have to need know. To, need to see. Need to see. <laughs> what elephant. happens when Toad does it? What yes. does it look like? I want with the you. mushroom hat still. Like <laughs> this is a massive elephant trunk on the Toad. Uh, yeah, it's that's gonna, gonna be, be good. So fun. It's gonna be yeah. good. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, and the Whoa. music just already from that that trailer. I'm I'm really excited to listen to that. Sound yeah, yeah, looks 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 really really cool. Um, I, yeah, I can't wait for that. October twentieth, soon enough. And there's like also like from remember there's like a million other video games coming out that same day. But yeah, yeah, that's Marius. like the busiest week ever. But Mario's you know. Mario's uh, definitely still on top of my list. Um, besides Alan Wake too. Besides Alan Wake 2, but I, don't, I think I think I think Alan Wake 2 is the week before. I don't think it's that same week. I could be wrong. I think it's that same week. Is I it? think it's the seventeenth. Yeah. That's the same day as like Assassin's Creed, and right? Spider Man Two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like okay. it's they're all that week, and it sucks. Yeah, that's but, you know, that's crazy. Right. That's wild. Uh, that's why I'm glad I spent my ticket on Mario. Yeah, I, I should probably yeah. So I'll, probably, I'll probably have to spread out some of those purchases for myself soon. Yep. Yeah, figure that exactly. out. Exactly. Um, all right. So um, after that, we have October twenty first or twenty fourth. Excuse me. The Metal Gear Solid One Master Collection, which is the original Master Collection Volume One. Volume One, correct. Uh, which is the original versions of one, two, and three. Yes. Yeah. It is. Uh, that looks. That looks awesome. I'm glad they're. Okay. Finally, putting those out on um, Switch and also yeah. like just modern consoles because I know the, the, those OG Metal Gear games have not really been. I think most of the Metal Gear, besides Five, like I think Five is probably available on 
like you can get that on modern consoles to an extent. Yes, but I but think that's like, still only PS4, Xbox One. Right, doesn't even have like a a pro a pro upgrade or series or whatever X or whatever. Yeah, one X upgrade. Yeah, it's, that's 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 cool. Um, it's cool yeah. that they're finally doing that. And since it's volume one, we know there's going to be probably other games, right? There's probably going to be yeah. I more think stuff. this also includes mm, the. MSX Metal Gear One and Two, yeah, and the, the, the NES, the NES Metal Gear One and Two, yeah, the NES Metal Gear games, yes, yeah, so that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty sick. But it doesn't have um, Metal Gear Solid Two Subsistence, doesn't have Metal Gear Solid Three Substance, it doesn't have Twin Snakes, Peace Walker, I don't think, Peace Walker, uh, it doesn't have Four. So, four is obviously the one that's yeah. trapped on the PlayStation Three. Um, I, fe- so, I feel like I feel like Volume Two will probably be like what Four, Peace Walker, and maybe something else. Yeah, I, and guess. I would like it if they did like a Twin Snakes subsistence and substance uh, version. Oh of yeah, Day yeah, Day. yeah. That would that, um, that would be cool. Especially because Twin Snakes, you know, the the Nintendo version, the canonical Nintendo version of Metal Gear Solid <laughs> One has just n- also never, never appeared, never ever appeared ever. Yeah, that could uh, that could be fun. And I love I love Twin Snakes. Twin Snakes was the version of Metal Gear Solid One that I played. Uh, which I'm sure nice. many Metal Gear fans will <laughs> be like, me for that, but yeah, um, I, I, I definitely I, I didn't play it, but I did definitely watched some like YouTubers streamers play, and it looked it looked like just like silly, a fun version. Which granted, those games are already over the top and silly, yeah, but exactly, it was just those, a fun time. Those just kind of take it to another level, which is fun. Yeah, um, um, but yeah, I, but I mean, yeah, there, yeah, there will be more Metal Gear collections, and this is yeah. Game. Yeah, I definitely will probably get this for sure because yeah. it's just been a while since I played any of those games in general. It's been like years and years because I want to say like I played them probably 360, play, PlayStation 3 maybe, probably even before that really. So yeah, it's been a while So I played those. So looking forward to those. Um, two quick indie game shoutouts. They don't have... Specific dates, but they are in October here at the end of year. Played up is a cool kind of like it's like a bunch. It's kind of like a mixture of uh, what is that other um, Overcooked? Okay, but it's like more like uh, has like more of like a roguelite nature to it because basically you're you're like real time, basically like starting a restaurant, and then like as you're doing stuff and cooking things for people, you can like. You're getting money from them, and then you can like build out while you're doing it, like all at once. It also has multiplayer, so you could like be doing it all at once, like overcooked. But it's like more just like it expands on like instead of just like you know cooking and cooking and preparing a meal, you're also like running a restaurant and like like putting chairs and seats down and doing all kinds of extra things on top of that. And it's like run based, so you're like doing it after a certain time, and you can like do new runs and do that stuff. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Um, I, I played. A little bit of it, and I've like watched some streams, some streams of like a groups playing it. And it's a uh, very fun. Um, the other one I wanted to point out the last one is uh, Mika and the Witch's Mountain. Um, this one's just like really cool because it literally just looks like uh, Wind Waker 3D platformer, but you're like a little oh. you're like a little witch lady, and she just has like a, a witch's broom, and you like you're like literally like going around islands, and like you, I think you're like delivering stuff to people. Um, oh. Yeah, very, very cute, very cool look. Like, again, it looks very, very visually, ins- ins- the visual style is very Wind Waker inspired, kind of cell shaded Um And, you know, I, you're, you're like flying around islands and stuff. 
pretty cool. Um, so that's that. That'll be in October on Switch as well. So that's pretty cool. Let's move into November for the Nintendo Switch. Let's see what we have here. Uh, November, November third. Wario, we are moving. Wario is back. He's ready to fart. Uh, Ario Neil. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Did he, did he fart in that fucking trailer? Yeah, yeah I don't think he. Back I don't think he did. I don't think he did. That's why we need to play. That's why we need to play the game on November third to find out. Yeah, for sure. I'm, you know, I'm probably gonna skip this because there's too many video games coming out. But and and somebody must be sacrificed on the Albatross, and it's Wario this year. But um, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, Wario. I'm I'm very happy for Wario. Also, I do want to shout out November second, Thirsty Suitors, a very fun looking indie game. Um, it's kind of like Parappa the Rapper meets a dating sim is like the best way I could describe it. Um, I forget the team that's working on this, but it's it's some folks that um, have like done other indie titles before, and I'm excited for them to be coming together. For yeah, this. isn't it? Isn't it uh, Falcon Age? Isn't that what they made? Or yeah, could Falcon be wrong. Age. Um, uh, one of the the developers worked on that. Okay, uh, cool. Outer Loop Games. Um, yeah, just, you know, you also don't see, like, Indian-led games very often, yeah. and I'm always here for that. And then, because yeah, cool. I, I thought it looked really great in when it was revealed in the direct was uh, Star Ocean Second Story R, uh, yeah. which is, like, the HD 2D Star Ocean remake that's surprise coming out this year as well. Yeah, uh, that, that, looks, that, looks, cool. that looks really cool. Um. Yeah, I never, I never played it. I never played like that Star Ocean. So, but it did look really cool as well for that. Um, let's see. Of course, we got to shout out November third, Jumanji: Wild Adventures. <laughs> Dwayne is back. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson is is finally in a video game. There he is on again. The, definitely on the not cover. in Fortnite. Don't look at that. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about. Don't worry about that one. Um, not as not as cool as Jumanji: Wild Adventures, November 9th on Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah, that, that's fun. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Next up, November seventeenth, Persona Five Tactica. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I know it's Persona Five, which uh, you really enjoy, but I don't know if you're into like tactics games at all. I don't know if this is up do, your alley or not. Or I like it. I everybody every Persona gets one spinoff. That's the deal. That's the <laughs> the agreement. So that's the clause. Persona that's four. the clause you sign when you play a Persona game. Exactly. Persona 4 got Persona 4 <laughs> Arena. And technically Persona 3 got that too, because that's basically both of them. And then Persona 5 got Strikers. I got that. We're done. I After Persona Q and losing my 3DS cartridge and, and 90 hours of that game, I, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I have to draw the line somewhere, Mike. <laughs> um, uh, it looks good, though. I, yeah. You know, yeah. It look, I, cool, very cool art style. Like the chibi the chibi yeah. kind of persona characters and you know i guess it'll have like its own kind of original story going on so i'll be cu- curious for folks who it's are really into like, that how that ties into stuff stood still and then the whole party got warped to some alternate realm <laughs> and we met somebody here yeah and then we all forgot it's then like, we all forgot it, it yeah it's always that yeah you know, the realm the realm where you forget everything that's funny they did it like they literally did it twice persona q1 <laughs> and then it is the same Lot for Persona Q too. It's love it. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, if it's if it's not broke, you know. Hey. I guess you know. 
We just want to hang out with with Joker and the gang. Like, let's let's go. Yeah, that's that's funny. Um, but yeah, after after that same day, November seventeenth, Super Mario RPG the remake of that so SNES game. Yeah, super excited for that. Um, so glad. It's always a game. Again, I think I said it uh, in the last track. It's always it's a game I've always like wanted to play, but it's just. I was kind of waiting for that right time, and then of course it didn't end up coming to the, the Switch Online, and luckily that's because we're getting this remake, and now I'm going to be playing it probably the best way to play it, which seems pretty awesome. So I'm, yeah, super stoked yeah. Uh, for that to come out later this year on November 17th. Um, yeah, I never, never finished it, right? I've watched my brother finish it, but nice. I decided to like finally see it all the way through to the end myself. Got Yoko on the music. Yeah. Ooh, what else? Got the Queen mean? on there. That's gonna be so good. I can't wait it's to hear that. Just be. Can't wait to hear that soundtrack. What a year for Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, Solid. Just, bang it. Bang it. Banger year. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're not even done here because November thirtieth, the biggest one of them all, they're putting Biobutin on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Hell yeah! Bio, Finally, shout out to Bio, Bio Mutant baby. Um, but yeah, that's 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 that uh, for for November. The rest of the stuff we have here is uh, I have. There's more things down here. It's called Q General Q4 stuff. Um, let's see. Somebody put Silk Song here. That's, yeah, that's really there's, there's also someone here that definitely have dates. So maybe this just hasn't been updated yet because Sonic Superstars is in here. I'm pretty yeah, sure that's, like, that's that's in November. like September. This paleo- November October. Yeah, I think I, I think it's I think it's October because it's like right. I think it's super close to when um, Mario right, Wonder comes Mario out. Mario Wonder. Yeah, it's, it's like it's close to that. Paleo um, is a game I've heard of just because I have coworkers who were like into like gonna be into it because they like those cozier games, and that okay. that has come up and that's like that's out like in like a week or two. But well, it's not gonna be on Switch yet. That's that's what it is because it's coming out sure. to it's coming out to PC. Um, soon, but it's it's going to be a, a switch like later this year. So that's probably what that is. Um, let's see. Mar- they have Mario the Mario Kart DLC list here. Of course, Wave Five has come out since our last episode. We played some of that. Uh, we'll yeah, definitely Wave Six, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's just the last, the final wave. Um, unless they they do more, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, DLC coming soon. That's be the last one later this year. Anything else? Because yeah, it's pretty funny they put Silk Song in. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Silk Song's gonna make it, kids. Yeah, yeah. it's close, but it's not that. close. Yeah, I, th- I feel like. I, what, do you, what is? What is? Where are you at with that? Do you feel like they're just gonna like? Is it gonna show up in some showcase and it's gonna come out soon, or is it just gonna be like? I feel like at this point they just need to do like a here. It's show it in something and then it's just out that same day. Like I feel like they just yeah, need to I do mean, that. That's what they did that with Hollow Knight, and it was very successful. But that was like an E three. Right. Um, I think they could totally do that. I I, I really think it's close. Um, They're just, you know, that first game was like basically perfect by the time it hit 1.0. And I think they just want this game to be that as well. And there's only like three of them. So, yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of time. I, I could see it like first half of next year, realistically. But yeah, I think announce it and it's either out within the month or that same day for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's going to be a short um, overlap for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else I want to quickly? This rift of the ne- necro dancer. I don't know if that. Yeah, has a yeah. I, um, I don't think it has one yet, but it, I think it's just slated for like generally this year. 
Um, yeah, that looks really cool. Uh, one off shout out because I, I remember putting it on my um, um, putting it on my Steam wish list, which was Enchanted Portals. Well, I don't know if you've seen this one, but it's like if you go look at the trailer, you can immediately tell it is basically just like it is there making a Cuphead like game, <laughs> and it's <laughs> sure, like okay. unabashedly like look going for that visual style. I would say it's like not as impressive, but it's not. It's I would say it's not as as like uh, detailed or impressive as that Cuphead game is, but like sure. you, you know, that's a pretty hard thing to match. But I would say it's still pretty yeah. good evoking it. But like it is literally like that same thing of like you have the two characters, the jumps and them shooting the bullets are like almost exactly the same. They're fighting some you, you they're fighting some crazy eccentric boss. Um, so very much that similar style of game. And there's not too many of those, right? So like you know, them them yeah. going for that game and like kind of doing that like sure why not try it out and i guess it's supposed to be this year sometime um so that's cool uh fantasy life i the girl who steals time that's right yeah i i do hope that that'd be really cool if it does come out this year i really like that first fantasy life on 3ds um so i can wait until next year ultimately yeah but yeah definitely will live you know what a lot of video games probably could but uh, (laughs) It's very sure. You know, I, you know, I can't live out, live without this year. Uh, and that's DreamWorks All Star Card Racing because Shrek is fucking back in a video game, baby. Get ready, y'all are all fucking ready for this twenty, the hot twenty twenty three release. Shrek, Shrek is back and fucking. I'm video happy games. for Shrek. You know, yeah, he deserves. He, this. he deserves to be. He deserves to be alive and well, and and in the video game world. And here he fucking is in a card racing game. What's better than that? <laughs> Let's go. What more do you want, gamers? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, you, you have wealth of riches. Now you have Shrek on top of that? Come on. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see what else we got in here. Um, I think I, I think this is... Let me double check this trailer real quick. Because this is something I, I put on my Steam. Which this is the game I was thinking of. Pulling up the trailer real quick. Yeah, it that is, that is what I was thinking of. There's this game called Sacrifier. Um, oh. And this is like... I've heard of this. Yeah, and it's coming to... I guess it's coming to Switch soon, but yeah, it's very much a, like... It's it's going for that 2D HD-looking style kind of RPG uh, look. Um, and yeah, it, looks, it actually looks it looks pretty neat. Um, it, was, it was like a Kickstarted game and that's supposed to be out this year. It just has a 2023 release. Maybe it could be, it could not be. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, another one they, they put on here, which actually just just came out on um, the Nintendo Switch Online, the, the Zelda Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons, that uh, finally came out on the Nintendo Switch Online. So those are there. If you had not played those, I definitely recommend it. They're really good, solid yeah. Zelda video games from the Game Boy era. They're fun. Yeah, you've, you've got all Capcom Zelda games on your Switch now. Play all three of them. They're worth your time. Yep. A hundred percent. Another one. Uh, it's just scrolling down the list. Shout out to Lord of the Rings Gollum, baby. <laughs> Coming to Nintendo Switch if it hasn't already. Um, good lord. Uh, but not not uh, going away from that. Not a good video game to a potentially look, very good looking video game is another cool indie uh, title that I've seen. I've had wish listed on my Steam uh, page for a while. And that's called Berserk Boy. And basically, if you look at this, it's like it's like basically like going for a Mega Man style game, but it's like more like melee focused and like more like rush down, like you're doing like combos and stuff. 
and like okay. it, yeah, it lo- it looks really cool, very very action focused, like platformer, and the like your kind of power sets that you're getting are like very much in that style where you can kind of like you know you, like switch around and combo through them and stuff, and they it just looks really cool. It has like a really cool look to it, and very much going for that Mega Man style. It's like definitely it's like some Mega Man Zero stuff in there, and just other Mega Man things for sure. Yeah, I 100% um, see what you're talking about. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> with looks, this trailer. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, de- definitely one I've been watching for a while. Um, and hopefully it'll it'll be out uh, soon. Um, it's from this year. Oh, I, for- I totally forgot about Metal Slug Tactics. That's on this list as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was some they showed it's that. Gone, it's gone cool. quiet for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, yeah, whenever that's like another one that I think they'll just like announce the date the next time they talk about it. And drop yeah. It. Yeah, that that would I, I could definitely see that for sure. Uh, that that sounds like a solid like show up randomly at a Keeley thing and just like boom here it is. Yeah, totally. Um, I think that was uh, Game Awards last year was when that was announced, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, I forgot that the Suikoden one and two HD remasters are also happening. Uh, I think sometime this year. Those are ones I was always curious about. I never played them back in the PS One uh, days. It looked, it looked it looked cool. Um, so definitely want to definitely made uh, check that out uh, when those when those finally those finally pop up. Um, another another one that's been on my uh, radar uh, twenty is also twenty three. I think this is well, I think this is coming to Steam pretty soon here. It's like in like the next couple. I think it's like the next month or so. I guess it's coming to switch later is Moonstone Island. Um, that's like this is like another like kind of Stardew Valley sort of like. Sim game, like kind of sim game, but it also has Pokemon stuff infused in it where you're like you're straight up capturing like creatures and then you can use them to like do stuff in in, in that kind of that vein where you can do combat stuff, but they can also like do like help out on your kind of farm and other things like that. You can romance people and like there's like a whole town with like villagers, so like it very much has that kind of uh, a lot of those little assets, uh, facets going on to it. Um, so yeah, it looks cool, and it's very, very cute style. Everyone looks like a DS era like Pokemon game uh, in terms of like the like the pixel art and stuff that's going on. Uh, so it looks cool. Um, let's see, anything else here? Plucky Squire, which I don't know if that's I think I don't know if that's still supposed to be this year, but that looks really cool. That's that. Last we heard of it, it was still this year, but yeah, it doesn't have a date yet. Yeah, that that would be really that looks fantastic uh, if we do end up getting that. Yeah, um, take your time though, please. Yeah, don't rush yeah, for one. sure, for sure. Looks looks cool though. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's largely largely it. Um, I mean, you definitely brought up a lot of ones that are now on my radar. But. Yeah, yeah. There's there's tons of, there's tons of cool stuff. Uh, this year, for sure, like a lot of it's was definitely more indie focused, but I think there's definitely some cool uh, things coming up for the year, uh, for sure. But um, I, I think I don't think there's anything too much else. Like I don't know if Nintendo is going to have too much else um, for the rest of the year. I know there's, of course, the rumblings of some maybe some more remasters happening mm-hmm. potentially. Like I know there's some still some Metroid Prime. Uh, rumors uh, of that of us potentially getting the Metroid Prime Two mm-hmm. uh, remaster remaster this year still, or maybe maybe sometime soon here. Um, I don't God, know. If, that would be hype. That'd be really cool. Yeah, if they just remember dropped, when Metroid dropped Prime 
just Remastered dropped. Came out. That was this. Yeah. And that was this year. That was this video. That was February. That was February. It's pretty wild. They dropped it that same day, and like, yeah, that was that was awesome. What a treat! What a treat! I'm so glad. Yeah, I totally uh, played that again, and that's such a fantastic I played that freaking like video three game. Times. It's an amazing <laughs> video game. Yeah, um, it's so good. The idea that Metroid Prime Two, which is my fa- personal favorite, mm-hmm. also come out this year is just uh yeah, that'd be really, that'd be really cool. I know they said the thing, the, the thing, the thing was that they were not going to be like they were not going to have the full treatment, visual treatment that that first game does. But who, who knows? Maybe I would not mind if they saw the reception to Prime One and then maybe like took a little extra time and did a little bit more of that visual rework to those those to okay. two and three or something. Um, but I know. would love that for two, especially because the art style yeah. the game is bonkers. Looks awesome. Um, yeah, that, that'd be cool to do. I mean, we'll just have to see. That's that's definitely a rumor, so it's not really for sure or anything. Yeah. But you know, who knows? Nintendo could pull anything on us like, as they do I sometimes. Know, we're getting a Super Mario RPG remake, so yeah, anything. <laughs> yeah, possible. yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, still tons of stuff to look forward to on the Switch this year. And there's even like stuff like early next year, like that freaking Prince of Persia game, Metroidvania yep. game in January. Um, and then like the 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 Peach game and like the Ouija's Mansion, Dark Moon. I know like those could be next year. I'm sure, there's plenty of other stuff to come. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's tons of stuff just to look forward to soon. And there's so many so many video games happening all the time at once. Bring my brain is spinning simultaneously. We live in all video games and none of them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's time to just talk about stuff we're playing. How about sure. we? How about we do some of that? Um, I'll get. I'll, I'll just say because we both we both played this together and start off with this is the Wave Five of Mario Kart 8's DLC. Uh, like I said, we mentioned that that came out. Um, that was uh, we'll play. If you're watching us here on YouTube.com/slash Irrational Passions, you can actually find the the, the archive of that stream. Where me, you, and uh, Quinn uh, played played those new tracks and played a little Mario Kart Eight, and yeah, continues a trend. You know, it's the fifth wave out of you know the sixth, so we're, we're pretty much at the tail end. But you know, they've I've liked pretty much every track they've added here and there, like minus except for Baby some, Park, some minor we, things. Well, yeah, Baby we Park, all know what you Baby feel. Park, Baby Park was in the original one, and that can never exist for all I care. But. Um, the tracks, the five, the eight tracks in this wave are all pretty good. I, I say, I definitely would say, you know, I know people have had mixed feelings about the the city tour tracks from the mobile game that are now being like made in Mario Kart Eight. I would say personally, though, like the three they have in this wave in particular, I think are like the best that yeah. the city tracks have been. And I think you can definitely see. Well, granted, the two two of them were like almost like some of the almost very like original tracks like the LA the LA track and Vancouver were actually pretty early in the tour tracks that came um but I will say like you look at like the Athens track specifically that's in this wave and that truly feels like okay this is clearly was starting to be designed once they knew this DLC was a thing and they could make these more maybe like a little bit more extravagant than the some of the previous yeah. ones were like, you can definitely feel maybe that's that uh that happened at some point of like oh we're, we're making this DLC well, we need to like kind of improve some of the improve some of the looks and uh, gameplay aspects of these tracks to make them a little bit more interesting and exciting and kind of make sense in tour, but also can make sense in Mario Kart 8. Um, that you can definitely feel that with that Athens track, uh, which is super fun, very, very, very different 
from the other city tracks where you're actually like in the ruins of Athens, like you know, in the ruins of you know Athens and Greece, and like you're driving around through those areas. Looks very cool. Music's very cool. Um, it's not a bunch of wild dogs on the street, though. It's, yeah, it's very unrealistic. <laughs> fake, fake. What's well, you know? Can't they can't get everything right? Yeah, they should have just had like toads or something like it running around the street. Ragged toads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it. I mean it's worth it for the the music on those tracks alone. It's yeah. they're so good. Yeah, a lot uh, of really good music as always. Um, of course, we got the new uh, original track here, which is "Squeaky Clean Sprint," the bath the bathroom track, which I think was like so good, super fun track. Surprisingly, like I was curious how they could make that like a interesting track, and it turns out they they know what they're doing over there um, when they make some Mario Kart tracks, especially like yeah. new original ones. Like it was really cool to see how varied it was like when you go to like when you start a second lap you have like completely different options you can go you can go flying up onto like different railings and different little perches that have their own little like areas or you can like fly past like these like bigger things and have smaller little pathways where you're like jumping off counters and stuff and then you like go into a bathtub and stuff it's it's really cool creative track um some of the other original stuff in there we got we finally got some gamecube love with uh, Daisy Cruiser, which you know, fan favorite from there. Daisy Cruiser's fun track, um, yeah. I, and I love the some of the visual enhancements it's gotten since since the GameCube with like Tor and Market Seven. It has some of those updates in there as well. It looks really nice. I like that track. Um, let's see what else. What else am I thinking of off the top of my head? Um, I mean, I like the Los Angeles track and Vancouver is probably like my favorite city track from Tor they've like done and like just that whole vibe of that track is really good music incredible 10 out of 10 um los angeles track is still pretty fun too and then i'm trying to remember what are the some of the other tracks they bought back from the previous games are blanking on that's some what of them. i'm trying to pull up as well i'm blanking on some of the other tracks that were in the games happening right now yeah yeah now yeah now i'm thinking yeah i'm thinking about all the other video games that just came out um the Daisy Cruiser, the Moonview Highway. Moonview Highway, that's right. That that was a cool remake of that one, and that one was kind of surprising because, like, I've I think I've I've mentioned it a bunch of times in previous episodes, but like a data mine happened of this DLC, and it's been li- largely kind of what that data mine was, but this track in particular was like not originally in there apparently from like how people were describing where like it was apparently you know it took the place of like one of the empty slots that were in one of these final waves or something because of how they seen it so now like we're technically where they're technically like swapping around tracks that were supposed to be in certain waves because there was supposed to be like one track here but now like you know in this final wave apparently we're going to get like two gamecube tracks and then like some and then two the two and like all, of course, all the remaining original tour tracks that were in, that are in tour now, but are not in Market Eight yet, um, are going to make their way into this final wave, of course, as well. Um, there should be like a Bowser Castle finally as well, from what I'm hearing. So that's pretty cool. Um, be good. So yeah, the Mario Kart Eight Bowser Castle is just so good, though. Yeah, it was an awesome. Still Bowser holds ca- up. Yeah, awesome. Definitely one one of the one of the the high up there for me is one of the ones across the games. Um, but yeah. yeah, the other two were uh, Sunset Wilds from GBA and Koopa Cape. Koopa Cape, yeah, yeah, yeah. Koopa Cape, Koopa Cape was very good. Yeah, Koopa Cape was one of my favorites from the Wii, the Wii uh, Mario Kart Eight, and then it was in the 3DS version as well. 
Um, yeah. And this in this version kind of melds all of it back together into this version. So yeah, very good. Uh, I like the music. They, I like that they brought back the, the when you go down when you go down like the river, like the, kind of like the the fast river. Saying a banjo comes in, and that was like a thing mm-hmm. with the original. Um, <clears throat> Wii version, but then they didn't have it in the more recent versions, but they brought it back for this 8 version. It's very good. Um, yeah, fu- super fun track. I'm glad they brought that back. Um, yeah, we talked about it on the, the group stream, but like I never really played the Wii version, so a lot of those tracks are still really new to me. So mm-hmm. yeah. They're very good. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of great stuff. Um, but yeah, the, we, have, we, have one, we have this one wave left, wave 6. Um, def- definitely, it's it's one of those things where because we know a lot of stuff is coming from tour, we just kind of know a lot more now that we're down to the last one. It's like I said, there's like a, there's a Rome city track that is in tour now. Rome Avanti is what it's called. It's based off like Rome when you like drive to like a big Coliseum. It's at nighttime. So it looks pretty cool. Um, so that's like, that's like the one city track that's left in tour right now. Um, and I guess between now and when that DLC comes out of maybe one more city track will come because I, because they're, that would only let's see only end up doing one city left because there's two other tracks that are original tracks that are in tour now funny enough they're called piranha plant cove and piranha plant pipeline that's they're literally both piranha plant um, but they're both pretty cool because like one's like a you're like undersea you're like ruins uh, and they're all like pd piranha themed so there's these big like stone pd piranha faces all over them, and there's like tiki like islands everywhere. You're like flying around and going in the ruins and stuff. And then Piranha Plant Pipeline is kind of amalgamation of some other tracks where it's like you're like going into these two giant pipes, and then like you kind of like you or you kind of start in one big pipe that you're like kind of going through these underground sections, and like it very it very much feels like they could easily make that like all anti grav and stuff because there's like pipe half pipes and stuff everywhere in there too. Um, but eventually it like splits off into multiple pipes that you can go through. So you can like choose different directions and you come out through a glider section and it has two more pipes you can like go through, but you can like kind of like glide through either of them and, and like fly around. So it's, it's, it's a cool track. Um, but it's weird. It was weird that it ended up just being both piranha plant themed Should've tracks. Should piranha for the last wave. Yeah. I don't know what, what, what they're thinking. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Cause like, you know, again, like a lot of what, Folks are saying with data mines, like some tracks got like moved and shifted around through different waves where they're like, oh, Waluigi Stadium was supposed to be in this wave, but in this track was supposed to be that wave or whatever. Like, so sometimes maybe it's just because of that. Maybe because they just had to move stuff around or something uh, for whatever reasons we ended up with this. But yeah, one more wave. Um, it's, it's bittersweet because, like, on the one hand, when this DLC ends, you know, we'll have to, you know, now we're just going to be waiting again for whatever next was next for Mario Kart. Be that be a new game or a full or more DLC. If they do more booster, like another booster course pass DLC, I have no idea. We have no idea at this rate. Um, I'm kind. I'm kind of going back and forth on it just because there's tons of tracks that um, they've they've now remade from like the Game Boy and like the 3DS Mario Karts in tour. That like those and those tracks will just kind of be in tour now and haven't, but not made their way into eight. So then, then it leaves up the case of like, well, there, there's definitely, you know, the hopes of the next Mario Kart being like a bigger departure, but they also still just have all these tour tracks that haven't been used, and they're like fan favorite, popular tracks still for some folks. You know, could they just ultimately kind of port a lot of this stuff into a new Mario Kart game 
for the new game, or could they just you know fill that out by just doing another DLC for eight first, and then that way like eight can just be like you know Mario Kart eight from the Wii U and tour kind of as like a whole thing, its own package. And then whatever, then they can truly move on to do another Mario Kart. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. that's kind of where I'm at, and I'm con- I'm conflicted because like ultimately at the end of the day, I'm going to take more Mario Kart. Whatever whatever the next thing is, I'm I'm here for it. And I'm I'm stoked for more Mario Kart. Um, but but I'm 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 just I'm just curious about like would depending on what approach they take could upset a lot of people <laughs> and then you just have more people right. just being like oh this Mario Kart 9 is just I thought it was going to be this bigger thing and they were going to have new mechanics but instead it's just a bunch of tour ports again Ugh, or you know people getting like up in arms about them just you know making more Mario Kart sure and, I mean like historically Mario Kart has always had remastered levels from previous yeah, Mario Kart games so yeah, for a long time for sure yeah if if there is room for those final tracks to to kind of fill out those ranks with maybe remastering or redoing some eight tracks and some eight DLC tracks, I, I think it will be fine. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's safe to say that like Mario Kart Eight has the most tracks of any Mario Kart. So yeah. wherever they go from now, in a similar vein to like Smash Brothers, it's like it's kind of only down from here. Um, quantity right. wise so yeah it's up to them to figure out like what to do to make mario kart 9 more interesting so yeah yeah and and their answer and like that's the thing of like yeah it's like what what is that answer we don't know that their answer can honestly just be let's just port this game again <laughs> can it keep adding yeah, stuff to it you know you know that's totally it certainly it. would work for smash brothers it so. certainly work for smash and i think it would i think it's still you know wouldn't it would upset people but i think you know considering how many more people have Mario Kart 8 on the Switch now if they could just go like hey you know there's a lot more backwards compatibility stuff going on with the Switch here's like an like here's like you know essentially like you know if you're buying the console for the first time what they could pull you know now this is getting you know I'm getting into tinfoil hat theories and this and they could do this for Smash feasibly too where it's just like you're essentially buying an upgrade for the new console right of like hey you could play Smash Ultimate as it is on Nintendo Switch on this new console as you want. Or you could buy this, like, deluxe upgrade, and then it puts it into this new version, where then you can buy the new, these this updates that come with this version, and then we'll just keep making DLC characters for it. And I could see them <laughs> doing something like that for Mario Kart 8 as well, where it's like, here's Mario Kart 8. You can play the, the 8 deluxe you have as it is now, on the on the new thing, or you can buy this deluxe deluxe version, <laughs> and then you, they just keep adding more stuff to that version, and then like I, I think they could still get plenty of people because especially with like that attach rate of like you have millions of people who own both of those games, they could easily do that and probably still make a lot of money. But I, but I think ultimately they'd still probably just make new games because I feel like if they if they could just make new, make new games and then have people buy that on that new thing. And still be able to go play the old thing as well. I guess I don't know. I guess that, that's definitely going to be the thing with whatever, however this new uh, switch ends up. That's like a big question for sure for those ones. But just have to wait and see. Yeah. As always. Um. So let's hear about uh, Ghost Trick. Um, sure. Ari, because I've not really played I- much. Of that, I've seen trailers and things like that, so I don't know a lot about it. I know you've told me a little bit about it, but yeah, I it's great and it's like been 
like 12 years probably since I played it last, right? So mm. I, you know, there's there. it's a mystery game. Uh, I would put it in like somewhere between visual novel and point and click adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the mechanics are very unique to it. I, I think I brought it up um, before like a couple episodes ago, but I finally like, it's 30 bucks for the remaster. It's on everything. Uh, and I was like feeling a smaller thing after um, Tales of Arise and Final Fantasy and all these long big games. Uh, it's great. It's like maybe eight to ten hours, mm-hmm. maybe less. It was shorter than I remembered it. I remembered it being like seventeen hours, but it's definitely that was just because I was stupid when I played <laughs> this game before. Um, but yeah, like the the conceit of it is right. You're you're right from the get go you're a dead body you realize you're a ghost um (laughs) and you've been murdered and you have to solve your own murder and as a ghost you can jump into certain objects not everything but but some things that you can interact with um and trick ghost trick Trick. uh and it's different for every object so like the first thing you jump into is like a uh like a guardrail for like a train track that like goes up and goes down right um and you can lift and lower it right like that's usually it's just like one thing sure okay um, and so you're jumping from object to object you only have like so far that you can jump so you will often times have to jump into an object use its trick to then maneuver it to continue on the path to where you need to get to um, and obviously it gets more complicated where you have to like use multiple objects and sometimes a specific order. Okay, um, so it's, it's more so you're taking it for objects, or are you taking it for people too, or not really people? Only objects. That's oh, like okay. you can't Got can't it. mess with with living people. But if someone were to die, uh, you can jump into their corpse uh, and travel back in time to four minutes before they died, uh, and then potentially reconfigure the room and everything to save them and, and change uh, their fate. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, it, it is like a murder mystery game where you are uh, jumping around and you can travel over phone lines, right? This is like in a kind of 80s style world where like no one has cell phones or anything. So you're all just using like landline phones mm-hmm. uh, to, to travel around and, and usually you get somewhere and somebody's dead and then you <laughs> jump into their corpse. Just find a body on the uh, ground. And you're like, well, gotta figure this out. It's, it's really funny because like you know, when you inhabit a body, you can talk to their ghost, uh, and other ghosts don't have you know ghost powers like you do. You're you seemingly are the only one with <laughs> ghost tricks, um, but you can talk to them and you can learn what they uh, what happened and get their perspective, and then they their like spirit comes with you while you try and solve their murder. So it's like oh, you're okay. learning more gotcha. about the character while you're also trying to solve this murder and doing all these little puzzles and interacting with all these objects and stuff to, to stop whatever's happening. Um, like the, the second chapter, like a little doggy gets murdered, a little Pomeranian. Oh. His name is Missile. Um, and Not you the dog. Like jump. <laughs> I know, right? It's brutal, too. Uh, and you jump into it, and he's, like, super stupid, but he's, like, very funny. Uh <laughs> you know optimistically giving you all this puppy advice uh basically it's very fun um but then you know later on you're like oh this like this detective character who like was 
sentenced to the death penalty and died in the electric chair like I'm gonna undo this fade and and he has he's like a much more interesting character to talk to um, but equally is like baffled by your powers and, and stuff so like after you've saved someone from dying then you can talk to them uh, in the present like you know after they're alive they remember their deaths they remember the alternate timeline um, hmm. but they know that you've saved them now uh, so okay. they, they do a, like a lot of fun stuff and it just like it is like watching a 26 episode anime series it nice. is okay. self-contained gotcha. You get a premise, and like there's a bunch of mechanics, and I love when mechanics like become a really big part of storytelling. So like, what you can do with your ghost tricks and how limited they are um, is like a big part of the story as well. And there are people that you meet that see the ghost tricks and are like, "I know what's going on right now," oh. uh, and and interacting with those people like ups the ante, and and the mystery deepens, and, and murder after murder happens, and you're trying to solve what's going on. Uh, until it just goes bananas bonkers in the best way, and it's it's very very fun. Cool. Yeah. Replaying it now, I, I have a much better appreciation for like the writing and and how clever it is. Cool. That's that's good to hear because I know yeah it was like a was it a, a DS or a 3DS game. A DS game. The original DS game. So now now it's finally on modern consoles since it's been on the yeah. DS. So yes, yeah, that's cool. I was like when they yeah they give a game. Like that, that like kind of lived on that one console and was like maybe like popular on that console for like a certain group, but then like bringing it to like this, clearly this bigger audience on a on a bigger console, like and giving yeah. it more, more opportunities for me to, be able to check it out. That's that's cool. Yeah, it's definitely like a cult classic. I remember it on the DS because I mean the animation, like it, it used like three models that were animated on a two D plane, mm-hmm. uh, and it was all pixel art, like. 3D pixel art models that like looked crazy good on the DS, uh, and a lot of love went into this remaster. I'm happy to say, so like all cool. the character models have been totally redone, um, and they still have that kind of 3D aesthetic, but they look so much more detailed. Um, so when they're moving and animating, and all the animations and stuff are just so so good, uh, and they totally redid the music as well, and the the soundtrack is stellar for this game. Um, nice. Really good, funky, bassy, techy music, and and I really really like it. Very cool. So worth worth checking out. So that's that's obviously yeah. on Switch, and then that's on. I'm it's, it's on other stuff too. I think right. Yeah. yeah, it's on PS and PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Thirty bucks across all of them. Cool. Totally worth it. Uh, it is like the the best thing I can say about it is it is a puzzle game with mechanics that I have never ever seen in any other puzzle game um, hmm. of just like kind of going and maneuvering and like screwing up and then like rewinding time to try again and uh, you know trying a different thing and, and all these little outcomes um, yeah it's so jolly so well written so funny uh, and it's also like very sweet <laughs> at the end it like turns turns itself into a very heartfelt thing uh, nice. So yeah, if I mean if if you like visual novel esque anime games, I think you'll really like this. And then if you like puzzle games, I think you'll you'll really like, like this. it even more. Cool. Yeah, very cool to hear. Um, yeah, sp- speaking of not so uh, heartfelt games, or at least from what I played so far, Octopath mm-hmm. Traveler two. <laughs> um, yeah. And b- what I mean by that is, 
I think you mean you talked about it recently, or I think you maybe brought it up on Twitter or something. I just remember you bringing it up was like the um, a lot of games being very emotionally like challenging or even devastating to an extent this yeah. year with like some of their storytelling and stuff. And boy, from the I've played ten hours. Like I said, I I did it. I I said I would eventually play this. Talked to Pet Traveler too. Uh, playing it finally um i put like 10ish hours in i've not met every single of the eight characters yet but i've done like i've i've done about like six of them i think so far so i only have like one or two more characters to go meet but yeah literally every character so far has had a pretty rough go of it from the start <laughs> of the story so here I'll, I'll go into the line i started with uh throne she's the the rogue kind of character like if you want to kind of compared as the like job systems from a lot of classic JRPG. She's kind of like your your rogue thief style character. Uh, Throne was an orphaned uh, child who was taken in by an assassin's guild uh, who, who also uh, uh, work with uh, who also are um, taking in slaves to, <laughs> to then also be made into assassins and killing machines uh, to the point of where the, in the first year, you're kind of your opening story bit with her is you, you kind of are on like an assassin's like mission with like two with two other members of that, and it goes bad, and then it goes all bad, and then you have to escape, um, and then you go back to the the uh, your kind of main guild, and it's ran by uh, the, the person called Mother and Father. And then when you have to go uh, see yourself to like mother to like be like you know to, to tell what's going on, she then proceeds to about to start whipping you. <laughs> but then your your partner goes like, "No, I'm the one who screwed it up. I deserve it." And then they they start whipping him to the point where he goes crazy. And then the the chapter ends with you him going mad and wanting to escape, but you not letting him because you you know um, you know as you know a part of this you can't escape these people because they're crazy because they're running an assassin's guild so you fight each other and then he ends up dying and then that that meant then makes you so upset about everything that you then go on a, re- a revenge story and now i'm on a revenge story to go kill the people that he wanted to he wanted to run away from essentially hell yeah so that's that's the first story <laughs> that i had with throne a um um after that the the next character i got was um oswald he is like your black mage um, and when you meet him, you learn that he was framed for the murder of his mother or his his wife and daughter by another right. evil, another evil uh, guy. Another like like I think he's like another evil like wizard who like who Oswald like wronged for whatever reason. And you just see him uh, in front of maniacally laughing in front of a burning house that is Oswald, and Oswald just yelling at him and being taken away by cops basically. And then you right. meet him. As he is uh, locked up in a prison, and his and his face is like covered by a muzzle because he is a, he's like a wizard. So if he has if he says his magic spells, he's 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 like too powerful and scary. So they literally like muzzle him, and then you end up doing like a prison escape uh, with like the help of somebody who then also sacrifices your themselves to like help you escape out of the prison. And then you are now on this journey to like go find this other uh, this 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 guy who, who wronged you essentially. So there, there's there's the first two characters. Character number three, Ochet. Um, she is the, your kind of like your monster, like your beast uh, hunter kind of capturer who you can like like capture enemies and kind of do their building, like the beast master kind of class or whatever it is in those. 
Uh, she is she was on a remote island uh, that is like kind of inhabited by like cat people, but also like the elders, like a full on lion. Um, and then you basically learn that like there's these three elders are three legendary beasts that are like the protectors of the island. And you learn that like you're essentially being trained by like the elder to like prepare for this great calamity that's coming to like destroy the whole island and this evil force that then shows up and like attacks the attacks the uh, the village and then you then are sent on this quest to go find these legendary beasts to help uh, save the village essentially like that's her her thing so it's not as not as like dark as those other ones but definitely still like refreshing you to, yeah. yeah you still have to go stop a, your your whole village from being wiped from existence um, after that you have. Um, I think like the two other characters I've had so far are you have um, the um, oh god I forget I forgot his I've merely forgot his name but he's like your cleric kind of your white mage sort of class and he is Themenos? like that might be it Themenos that sounds right um, yeah cleric cleric Themenos yeah, yeah I'm yeah. looking at pictures of the characters because yeah I see what they excellent like. yeah they're all they're all they're all pretty fun um. They are. He is um, basically a part of this like white mage guild or like you know cleric kind of order, um, and like you know they're they're kind of having this conflict in this town where you, you know they are kind of seen as like bad by a, by a whole lot. But then he, he kind of um, is kind of set on this path because there's kind of this clearly this sort of maybe underground order that is maybe um, making this making their group look bad or something. And then he has kind of set off to like try and figure out what's going on with why like these these the, like what's going on with his people more or less um then the other the other lady who i just met she was the apothecary i admittedly also forget her name you probably Cassidy, hopefully probably. Cass, cassie or yeah cassidy or whatever Cassidy, yeah Cassidy, yeah that's right um she she had her memory wiped and now um she does not remember her memory and why she lost her memory, but then you meet a character who like knew her and is like being mysterious about it and like trying to like that won't tell you what her memories is, but knows who she is. And you get this like flashback of her like saving you from like a horrible event where you're like being dragged by her to like a boat and you need to be taken away. Um, what because what, these people are attacked for whatever reason, so now you're like uncovering that mystery or whatever. So that happened, and then the last character I met. Um, was like the it looks like he's like a gunslinger. I think he's supposed to be like the like the money like like he's usually like a money focused guy. Particio, yeah, I could I couldn't remember that name. But he's like in a wild west town, and that's like where I left off. Where he's like straight up just like a wild west town, and you're like talking to like uh, different people in the town to like you know start up a thing or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's you know it's one part. It's largely kind of a lot of what that original game was. Um, I definitely think they've definitely taken, they've definitely added some enhancements and extra th- things here and there that, like, I think enhance it. Where I think, from what I remember from the first game, is like it was a lot more like segmented. When how how you like start each each thing, where like you had to do every chapter one in order to like start progressing other stories. From what I remember, um, I uh, maybe I'm misremembering that after years now correct but that's but that's what how it was where in this one now you can like you can it gives you the options to either 
do the do their initial chapter or to skip it and you can do it at a different point and you can kind of continue on these main chapters if you want and you can it seems a little bit more free form granted they, they all of them still have like le, like the level requirements where it'll say like hey here's chapter two of throne the recommended levels like 18 or 20 for your character so like it still seems like there's like a kind of a, a general pathway you should take but it also gives you the option to just kind of do your own thing and um, a little bit more and uh, like how the how the world grain how also but also will say that how the world map is set up it is like you definitely are sort of funneled to certain characters if you choose a certain way because it's straight up just like the islands and the areas like almost like a big like u shape and there's like two island two big islands so like i started with throne a and she was like i kind of basically at the top of one island and i that basically like worked my way down meeting the other characters and then took a boat to um Ochet's, like private island where she, where her story starts, and then I had to take another boat to like get over to like the other island where other characters are now, and that's where I'm at. So it seems like it's still kind of segmented, but like depending on where you choose, you'll definitely get characters faster than others just because of how it's, how the how the how the thing is set up. Um, so that's yeah, pretty that, that's pretty cool. I remember like the the number one criticism that I heard about the first Octopath was that like how you know none of the character narratives were ever really interconnected uh, mm-hmm. and i've heard that that is better in octopath too i don't know yeah. if you've gotten any of that stuff yeah i having only done like like the initial chapters um it has it, it, i have not seen too much of that i've definitely seen it be I, w- I will say like some like there's very minor things that i think help it out a lot where like you know, in combat, the characters will like interact with each other and they'll like talk to each other. Where like some of it's just like very simple stuff, where it's just like you know, a person will heal you and they'll be like, "Thanks, you know, person who healed me," or like that was, yeah. or like if you do like you know, uh, you like do like the you know the usual stuff where you you charge a move and you break an enemy from their shields from doing a move. Like a character will go like, "Nice work," you know, you did that. Or like if you defeat an enemy, that person will be like, "Man, I knew you could do that. You're the best." So and so, like they'll kind of you know throw out each other's names and be more interactive in that way which i think is cool um yeah, that stuff's great like tales of arise does that really well yeah so totally. yeah yeah so that that's cool um there, there definitely is like the things from the first game where like they'll have like little like you know moments where you're in it you're starting a storyline and then it'll be like here's a moment where these two characters kind of talk back and forth to each other if you like prompt if you like take this if you like start this prompt and there's like that was in the first game but that that i've seen some of those here and there um but i definitely know there are more like that like i know there's like a specific thing i don't think i've gotten to yet where it's supposed to be like a these like if, if you do this it'll be like its own little separate story with these characters involved and it's like its own like thing rather than with like the kind of main singular stories that are going on or something like that. Um, I haven't seen anything like that yet, but um, I, I definitely know there's more stuff like that, that like kind of intertwines a little bit more uh, than that. But yeah, so far it's been, it's been similar to that first game where it's been more like, you know, when you go into a character story, their first chapter at least is more just about like introducing them and they're part of it. Like, you know, I've not really seen the other characters show up, actually like in speaking moments in their in their singular stories yet so far if they do or not um the um other thing i really like is like i they definitely have a lot more like person like single character things going on like each character has like more of their own abilities which i know was not much of a thing 
in the first game where that was much more about like you had the jobs of like a like an old school Final Fantasy game and you could intertwine those and like those were like more of like the characters things where like now there's like you know the the characters in the game now just straight up have like essentially like limit breaks or like ex moves and they are like cool. unique to those characters like the, a lot of the ones I have now are like kind of basic but I've definitely but yeah, I can definitely look in the menus and say like hey when this character reaches this level they get like a new ex move and you know there'll be more to get where like you know Throne's for example is like she gets a free like two turns like whenever she whenever hers charges up so you know, you can do essentially like you know so you could essentially have you know pop that you know, do like one turn where you like max out your your um your kind of charges and do an attack and then you'll still be able to do an attack again after doing all of those attacks if you want to. Or you could like use it to like heal or do some other ability. Um Oswald's is is it makes it so hit the magic because like normally in, in the Octopath games, um the magic attacks like hit it hits everybody on the field at once. Uh, but his makes it so it makes it uh, the magic attack like a single target, and it does like way way more damage. You could like do like a more single target magic attack to do like a bunch of crazy damage. Um, <clears throat> the apothecary lady casty makes it so like with with the apothecary stuff is like you're getting like separate materials that you're like getting from like either battling or like buying from shops and stuff to like do your like various attacks or like do heals and other things like that. Like that, that's like how it's intrinsic to the job. But her move. Um, her thing that I have now makes it so like it doesn't. You can do one of those for free. You don't have to use any of the the consumable items to to do like a move. So and they pop up pretty quick. Like they're pretty. You know, I can I could get some like in a especially like in a big boss battle. Like I can get multiple of those for every character like throughout the battle a bunch. So um, that's been pretty cool. Um, I, I like that. I like that a little added added kind of bonus that each character has a more unique thing going on. Um, but all the other stuff is there too. Like you know, there's the jobs, and it seems like you know I've I've also found just I've just found one, but I found jobs that are like not actually attributed to the eight characters. Like I just found some random guy in a house, mm-hmm. and he had like the machinist job, and I just talked to him for a little bit, and he gave it to me, and now I could make any of my characters a machinist if I wanted to, and then then they that has like you know like the other jobs, it just has like you know you're leveling up and you're getting like the the skill points for the job specifically, and that un- lets you unlock you know extra abilities then when you get those you get the, like the kind of the support abilities that you can then like spread across any class kind of thing um like the like the previous game how that worked um so there's definitely a little bit extra more going on in that first game um for some of that stuff that i just i really like that's like definitely enhancing the combat stuff i'm um, in a fun way like the late like the ex moves and kind of the, some of the other like leveling up stuff which i like um, definitely like, I would say like, you know, like I said, the, the stories have been very dour, so I've not been like super mm. grabbed, but again, I've only done like the first chapters for one of these. I know like, like they were like four or five chapters for each character. So like, there's definitely a lot more story, uh, to go through. So I'm hoping they definitely grab me. And again, I've not seen, there's two characters I haven't met yet, which are like, I know one's like the knight. He's like a samurai, like the, 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 the kind of knight tank class or whatever. I know he's, he's, uh, pretty close to where I'm at right now. I think he'd be the next character I go see. Um, Akari. Akari, yeah. I've, so yeah. Um, I think there's like one other lady. Yeah, there's the dancer. There's like a dancer lady as well. Agnia, yeah. Agnia, yeah. So those are the two I have not met yet. But um, um, yeah, enjoying it. Like, you know, I liked that first game a lot. I liked, you know, even with that, I, I definitely see that criticism for people, but I personally liked that it was like more focused on individual stories you know, they definitely would have been cool to see more interactions with some characters, but I like that it kind of had 
and had more focused on character specific characters and let them kind of be fleshed out from their own little stories and things like that. I like that from the first game. Um, and then here it's pretty good in this game or even better in this game is exciting. So definitely going to keep playing it, but it's, yeah, there's just so many games. Um, and it feels like it's, it's going to be one of those ones where like, you know, there'll be games coming out and I kind of want to jump in those and play them. And then, uh, or, or like something like a destiny season will happen or something, and I'll probably get taken away by that. But then when I find downtime, this will probably be something I just go like, Oh yeah, Octopath two, let me jump in this and try and play a little bit more here and there and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm like doing cleanup right now. I'm trying to, to wrap up anything I might have missed because it's Destiny on the 22nd and then Sea of Stars at the end of the month and then it's basically yeah non-stop the waterfall begins non-stop yeah that's yeah that's definitely I'm I'm feeling that a little bit too um what if and I'm also thinking like what if I replayed Tears of the Game let's go if I just just started it again just put another uh, 200 hours into that game i could i mean I, there's still it, stuff i could go do in the in the base game I to could, be fair but i could do it easily <laughs> don't even tempt me uh. um but yeah that's super fun um and then of course I, I i mentioned a big game that came out pinkman 4 i've been Hell playing yeah. that um i technically beat it this game has a weird mm-hmm. this game has a weird setup um basically um okay where do i start well i'll just say like it has it's it's technically kind of three things um first off pinkman 4 it's like you know you know if you played previous games the main thing is still kind of there where you kind of get put in these little hub areas um and there's like you know all kinds of stuff you can do you find the pinkman you fight the like the bulb orbs the weird little pinkman monster creatures that are all around um you fight those and then you find like weird treasures that you collect that you like take back to your ship and you have like a, you know, you have that timer that goes till night uh, to do that stuff. So like that Pinkman stuff is still all there in Pinkman four. It still has a timer. I was told that this game didn't have a timer. Um, let me tell you, it has a timer. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I like that. I'm, I'm not a complainer on that. <laughs> um, there's, 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 there's differences in it though, where like there's, there's that main thing that like, that's still there pretty traditional for Pinkman stuff. Um, the second part, which I know, like, I think with some of this was in, I think, one of the previous games where there's, like, an underground, you go into yes. these little, like, separate underground section challenges, basically. And the best way to describe them, which I don't, I did, Grant, I've, I've only played Pinkman 3, I've not played 1 or 2. This is a big part of 2. So, so I don't know if 2 is similar to this, where, like, to me, it feels like, th- that this aspect specifically feels like a Mario game, in that, like, these are, like, you know, when you when you're in a Mario level... And then you like you like jump into a pipe or jump into like a, like go through a door and then you're in like a completely separate like platforming challenge. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the underground things feel like that now. Where I don't know if that was how they were in two, but that's kind of how that's kind of how that's kind of how they are in this game is what I'll say. It's like where basically you'll you'll go into one of them and it'll be like you know an underground kind of maze. You know, some, sometimes they'll have specific challenges tied to them of like, oh, like this one will be like you can only bring ice pinkmen into it, or it'll only give you ice pinkmen in in the in the pipe, and then you, there'll be like bodies of water in it, and then you have to throw ice pinkmen a certain amount of ice pinkmen into these bodies of water, which will freeze it, and that allows you to walk over it and walk over with like pinkmen that maybe not might not be able to go into the water uh, to get like an item or get to, like a different area or whatever. Um, so there's stuff like that. 
Um, some of them are just like more like general, like you know, you're in here and there's like a bunch of enemies and you know, you, you find stuff to collect and like all the little treasures and stuff. And then that's also where the um, what I think they showed in the direct the Dandori battles and the Dandori challenges. That's also where these usually um, come in because basically you'll come yeah. up to a pipe. I should premise like the story, like some of the story stuff too. Because um, because the Dan Dory stuff actually ties into the story a little bit of like kind of the overarching story rather, um, but basically the whole setup of the game is you are a you are you are a part of a rescue crew that has flown to this planet because Olimar from the original games the play, person who plays the game crash landed there and sent like an SOS and he's been like trapped there so you fly again? there yeah again <laughs> surprise and, and guess what you you fly there as a team of rescue corps rescue corps team to like save Olimar and then your ship crash lands there too and then they all they you basically like the the first half of the game um which i'll explain more in a bit um is you basically recovering the members of your the, the rescue corps um so that then you can go find Olimar to to, like, to track him down so that's kind of like how it's set up you know to do these things and like find the treasures and you're getting them and converting them into sparklium which powers up powers up your ship to make it stronger so the radar oh. the radar that lets you like fly around to new areas and unlock new additional levels and stuff um lets you lets you do that as you get more of those those things um it also like um once you do that stuff which is, this is like an aspect i really like i think it's really cool the game which they showed in the direct was like as you save uh members um like the the especially like the main rescue corps members they basically then become like you know up help you get like upgrades or do like other little things like the you know the, you'll get guys that give you like the your your mission trackers of like here's how many things you've collected out of like the game and here's like little mini objectives that'll like give you these like raw materials which you can then go to like buy upgrades um from one of the one of like the main research scientists dudes you save or those will be things like you know hey upgrade you know your health or like your like the dog friend otachi who's like the big is kind of another big part of the the gameplay now is uh, you can buy upgrades for him where they'll make it so he takes less damage or he can do more damage because you he's like basically like acts as like another unit essentially outside your pinkman that you can like send out and do things with and you can like upgrade him even further to like make him uh take commands so then the commands let him do very specific things like hey if you want to hey have him like you know go sniff out like this these kind of pinkman and go find them for me in the in the in the level somewhere and they'll just they'll just go off and do his thing or i'll leave like a scent tracker for you to follow and then you can kind of go with them to wherever that stuff is in the map um, That's nice. So yeah, there's like a bunch of stuff like that you can do with him. You can kind of make him resistant to the various things because obviously there's like enemies who will shoot ice and freeze you, or like shoot fire and set you on fire, and you can get things to make him resistant to that. So then he becomes like better and better essentially, um, and can kind of fight alongside the pink men that are also like kind of um, have those different resistances and things they can do themselves. Um, so so that's 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 pretty fun. I like that aspect of it. Um. The other thing with again with uh, saving the people is that um, another aspect of it is the people have been turned into what they call leaflings, and they basically are like their heads are like all furry and they look like Muppets, mm. and they have the Pinkman like like stems coming out of their heads. So they've been like I guess like corrupted gone or, or gone native and turned <laughs> like into a virus or whatever. I don't know what it's. They haven't fully explained that, but I think that's kind of where I'm getting to now in the game where they'll start to explain some of that stuff because it because it, it gets too topical it gets, it gets 
gets down the fuck down. Yeah, but basically, you start doing. Um, basically, that's that's also how they incorporate like the Dan Dory stuff into it. Because usually, when you get into a Dan Dory battle, it's usually one of those like dudes that you know standing in front of the pipes with like his you know, the leaf face, and they challenge you to a battle. And you go into it, and then the Dan Dory battles are essentially just like a basically like you're collecting items using Pinkman trying to do it faster than the other the other opponent essentially where you're you know there'll be a bunch of items littered around this arena uh, and en- uh, enemies as well that'll like kind of respawn after a certain period of time and you're basically just like going after them and trying to get more pink men to do it faster and do certain things certain faster or it'll like tell you like hey this 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 is like a special item right now for this certain amount of time and you'll get like double the amount of points for like turning this in so you want to focus on finding those in the arena arenas and stuff like that. So like, that's kind of what the Dan Dory battles are essentially. Um, and then there's also Dan Dory challenges, which are basically just like, like speed run. Like, you know, they put you in like a cave and there's a bunch of items around and, and you have to like navigate this as quickly as you can through this area to like pick up the items or defeat the enemies and like turn them into your little ship or whatever. So you just have to do it in a certain amount of time, uh, to like get like metal ranks and stuff. And then doing that, well then, basically defeat the the leafling character and then you bring them back to your hub um and then you can do the third major part <laughs> i know it was like a lot for part two but the third part is the the nighttime expeditions which they talked about yeah. in the in the direct so basically those are like i would say are like almost straight up just like typical rts like tower defense challenges where basically you have you have these mounds uh that you're that you're defending um and you basically have the whole night to have to def- defend these things um and you're given glow pink men which are only um well, the, well actually you can actually technically get them in the in the um in the daytime kind of missions as well by doing the nighttime stuff um where basically the nighttime stuff will be they have these um you have the mounds you're you're defending and eventually after a certain amount of time the enemies in the area will get their their eyes will glow red then they'll rush that that uh that green uh the 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 mound you're defending but then you can um take these like there's like little like clusters of like they look like the little star bits from mario galaxy and you're picking them up and depositing those into the mounds that you that you can find around the the arena and then that'll that'll create more glow pinkman for you to use um and then you're basically just using those to defeat enemies. You also have Itachi with you, and Itachi also gets like upgrades in that where you can make it so like, hey, Itachi, go defend this particular mound and just stay there the whole time during the whole evening, and he'll just he'll just like march around it. He's very cute looking when he's doing that because he's like he looks serious and he's like marching around the little mound, yeah, jumping around, and then and then that's like, um, <clears throat> so, th- so that's, that's those are actually pretty fun and like they're like a fun little challenge. But I, I have a really important question. Okay, though. let's hear it. Can Otachi die? <laughs> um, he can. He can. He does have. He can lose health, um, but I've never actually seen him die. I will say, um, in one of the levels, that, I don't know if I can handle that right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think. I think it's a thing where he does. He won't full on die. It'll just be a thing where like he's kind of like he kind of is knocked out for like a little Got period, it. and then his health recharges. Okay. I'll admittedly say this game has been pretty freaking easy so far from what I yeah, played. So I've, I've heard. I've not. I've not. Otachi has not died for me at all yet. So, I, so I'm kind of gathering that from. Granted, there's upgrades that kind of show you, like you know, you can get upgrades to like improve his health and defenses and stuff. So I've got a lot of that. So that also helps. But there's another. There's a level in it once you're kind of in the early earlier parts where 
another dog shows up that's uh, with a certain very uh, red-haired uh, uh leafling looking character that maybe looks similar to i don't know the maybe the character you're trying to save hmm weird um but yeah there, that there's that's actually kind of neat because like when you're in that level and you're trying to track down that red uh person let's say in that arena that dog is just like marching around the level and he'll like sh- and he'll like show up and like not like full-on attack you but what he'll do is he'll steal your pinkman because he can, he can run up to you and like do the whistle that you do, and then your, you know, all your pink men will like their little leaves will turn green. And they'll jump on him, and then they'll just run away <laughs> with a bunch of your pink men. But you, so but, rude. But then you can. It's pretty funny though, because then because once he starts doing that, and it's fun because like he can he can do that at any point. So like you could be like in a part part of the level, and your ship depositing thing is like on a different side, and you could just be like grabbing materials, and your pinkman can just be running running back to that thing. And then randomly you just hear like a like a little horn and that tells you like he's like attacking your pinkman somewhere at the level. So all oh, of a sudden it just tr- wow. turns into like oh shit, and hop on Otachi and like go run to where he is as he's trying to steal my pinkman. Um, but once once you do that, once you like kind of engage with him, you can do a bunch of uh, damage to him. If he gets low enough health, it's actually pretty funny because he'll like actually like stop and then try and like f- frantically run away if you do too much damage to him. But if you take him out, he'll like he'll just like kind of plop over and just kind of like sleep in that that spot and like recover health. And then once he's fully recovered, he'll get back up and start doing it again. Um, okay. So I'm assuming that's kind of what what normal Otachi would do too. I've heard about the thing. I don't necessarily want to spoil it for people. Sure. It's still pretty new. I've heard about the thing that you unlock after you beat the main campaign. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's like an extra kind of story. Like the, the game. The, kind of, I guess. Yeah, like basically, you know, again, I, I alluded to it. So I don't think this is too much too much thing to spoil because the whole the whole prompt, the whole the whole setup of this first part is you're saving Olimar. Surprise. Yeah. Save Olimar, but yeah. once you do that, credits roll, and it's like okay, you're done the game, and then like the story just like kind of like immediately picks up and just keeps going, and it's like it feels yeah. really weird why they made the the credits at that point because like it doesn't feel like the game has ended because like they clearly like make it pretty clear that the game's gonna keep going, but they just mm-hmm. like roll credits like it's over and just like okay, sure, the like end of Act One, you know? Yeah, like it, I know they've they've, they've def- obviously like plenty of other games have done that, and then like it, sometimes it works for those games, but I feel like this time it was just really weird where it just felt kind of weird. I was like, okay, sure, whatever, roll the credits. I, I guess wouldn't get it. It's what art does, Mike. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't get the. <laughs> I don't get. I don't, is I, the but, yeah. near automata of 2023. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Sorry, I have to. Get I have to get Pinkman for ending C to really understand the art, the Miyamoto's artistry of. <laughs> I have to, I have to really Miyamoto's t- just trying to convey to you what the disposal <laughs> of capitalism is all about. Okay, yeah, really needs to know about humanitarian humanitarianism here in this Pinkman game. All right, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, but yeah, once once you do that and like the credits end, yeah, you unlock one other thing. Which yeah, I won't I won't get super into it because immediately I have not done a lot of that because like the story continues and basically now i'm in the point where it's like you're learning about like oh like otachi grew a leaf on him and now he needs you need to cure otachi from like whatever these leafling things are and now like you're trying to figure out that mystery so now it seems like we're actually getting into like how these people became like the leaf heads that they became um like whatever that means um and like yeah you just i just you know you i did the 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 initial main areas and now, like, an, um, I went into a new area after those credits rolled, and I did a bunch of stuff there. And now I've, like, unlocked another area, like, right after that. So I'm like, wow, the game just kind of keeps keep going. Okay, sure. That's cool, I guess. But, like, it just felt weird to have that weird 
credit split. But anyway. Um, yeah. I, I'll say like that thing that unlocks after you roll credits uh, has made me want to play this more than anything else. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to check that out because it seems like it seems it seems cool um, from from the little bit I, I did see of it. But I have not gone super into it um but that's that's pretty neat i will say like even like the base like the base game like i said like it is pretty easy like i've not really had a lot of difficulty in it like i don't really lose a lot of pink men and even when you like i had one scenario where i lost like i basically did not lose all of my pink men's pink men but i lost like a specific like the like all of one type of pink men that i had and i guess for whatever that thing was i still needed those types of pink men so it basically just pulled up a thing where it says like you've lost all of these these kind of pink men do you want to rewind time and get them back and it just pulls up a menu where you can literally choose like you can rewind like three minutes or you can rewind to this moment and it gives you like a bunch of like essentially like auto saves to like pull up immediately and just start nice. right over so it's like super so it's pretty easy game uh in that regard um i will say if like you want a hard pikmin game you can play pikmin too i promise yeah i was to say i guess yeah you can go play the older ones because I, I think they definitely are maybe a little more challenging um one one the one grip i will say i have is like i wish there was less of the underground stuff and more of the above ground stuff which i granted mm. i know like a lot of that's like uh, uh like main ground stuff is like what there's a lot of that already in other pinkman games so like i get it but like i kind of still like that stuff and the idea of having like a switch game that can make bigger areas and granted these areas are pretty i would say pretty bigger than some of the previous games are but I, I would have just liked those areas to be a little more varied and have some of like the puzzly stuff that you do in the underground be like more incorporated into those hub world areas because that's ultimately what they just kind of feel like. They just kind of feel like they feel more like again like a, like an older Mario game level where it's, it feels like you're just in like a big hub and you're mainly actually going to these little pipes to go into the challenges and then you're doing those challenges rather than like you know doing more cool things. Um, you're just kind of collecting stuff in the in the top area rather than like doing little puzzles or whatever that you kind of do more so in the in the different pipes and stuff. Yeah, that was uh, the issue that I had with Pikmin Two as well. Yeah, like, this game it feels has very much like that. <laughs> I guess then. Yeah, you've got like your five main areas, and then in Pikmin Two they were more like combat dungeons. Really, it was like mm. mostly fighting. The, the, there's was, there's a mix of them here, where like some of them yeah. are puzzle, but some of them are straight up just like like now that I'm also especially like in the later levels where like you know the like I'm I'm at like the fifth stage or whatever. A lot of them are just like you know they're like literally like five or six levels. Of like you're just going deeper into these caves, yeah. and then at the bottom you like fight like basically like essentially like a boss. Yeah. Like that's how some of them are now at this point, and they this is just it's just like they're not like they're not like bad. It's just that there's so many. Like it feels like there's just like a lot more of that going on all the time, yeah. rather than like I get to explore this bigger area where yeah. you're like in the Pinkman area. You're like, oh, cool, I'm in this. Like, you know, one of the areas is like neat because it's like a it's like a beach side kind of area, and it's like a big ruined sand castle there that you can kind of like walk around. And then when it hits like midday, the water in the area like lowers with like like the tide and stuff, and that opens up more paths. It makes it That's easier cool. for like certain kinds of Pinkman to get around because obviously like certain Pinkman can go on water compared to other ones and stuff. Um, yeah, and that area is really cool. The area after that, which again, that's the one I was talking about with um, the, the kind of the dog, the dog enemy dog that walks around, is like actually inside a house. Like you're just inside like a like a like a, like a mm-hmm. living room area, which you can actually see a bit of that. Like if you if you um, play the demo, there's like a demo on Switch. You can play it's a free demo. Um, me and actually Quinn played it for a viewpoints, so you can go watch that video if you want. But you can also just go 
play the demo on Switch, and it's also one where if you play it, the the save the save data carries over to the main game, which is cool. Um, nice. <clears throat> but yeah, it's literally just like you know, you're just like you know, it's a big couch, and you can run run around the couch, but you can also get up on things and like get up onto the couch, and there's stuff. There's a big counter, and you can go into you can walk over the stove and empty out the sink and find stuff in it. And it's, yeah, it's like a full little living room area, and it's cool that, that it's there. But also, but also, ultimately, like I wish there was just more to do in it than it what than like you, know, you see all that cool stuff, and it's like oh cool, there's all these areas. I'll go up on this countertop. Oh, there's the stove. Oh, and there's just like a pipe entrance that goes to a combat challenge or whatever on top of the stove. And so I just go do that, and then you just go into there, and then. And you just do that, and it's like, oh, okay, sure. Like, that's sometimes is, what you find. Is the clock running when you're in the underground it, stuff? It does run, but it runs, like, significantly slower. Okay. Um, so, like, I forget the, the exact amount of time, but I've never had it. I've only had it one time where, like, I spent most of my time in a cave. Then I came out, and it, and it doesn't, like, it doesn't, like, yank you out of the cave. Unless maybe, I don't know if it's, if I stayed in longer, it would have. But basically, like, when I finished and came out, it basically just was, like, immediately at the, like, timer countdown to like get back to your little ship area and when you came out so you just had to like I just had to run back over there and then I was then I was it was fine but um yeah that's you know that's that's that would say that's my one major major gripe with it is just like I wish like you spent a little bit more time doing those open kind of more open uh pinkman related stuff in those those spaces and maybe some of that more puzzly stuff that you find is was converted a little bit more into there. There is there definitely is some in those areas, but a lot of it is just like, oh, I just opened up a path to make it easier to get up back through this area that I that I explored through to get to this this stinking pipe challenge. And now I'm just like pushing a bag off a ledge. Now I can like walk down it or whatever. And like that's like a lot yeah. of the, the simple stuff you're doing that that's the kind of hub those hub areas or whatever. Okay, so I want to cover the Pikmin we got too. So we got the the OG three, obviously. Red, the, blue, the OG the OG three, um, the the, got, new, the new one. The new one is Ice Pinkman, which I talked about mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, there's the the purple and the white ones are back, and okay, and and ask. and the flying ones are back as well the from three. Pinkman, okay. The Pinkman are back, and then there's the glow okay. Pinkman from the from the night. Those are the ones I've found so far. Again, I, there's a there's a new area I just unlocked. So I don't know if there's more in that area or like another one I'll find. I don't think there probably probably, probably yeah. not. Um, the glow rock pinkman. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Rock pinkman are also in it as well. Um, the glow pinkman. So that how they work is that you can only get them from the night expeditions because they show up in the night. But once you start doing those, you get an item in your inventory called glow seeds, and you can pull them out of your inventory and just throw them out, and then they will turn into glow pinkmen. So then you can use them. So you can technically use them. Um, the one like the seeds you collected from the nighttime expeditions in normal levels to like use them at any time they're just in your inventory limited and they're very powerful from what I understand. they are they are very to a spirit bomb yes that's that's super fun because you literally just you're like running and like more and more you have you like they like charge up into a spirit bomb and you just chuck them at a dude and then they, they like explode on it and then he's, they're like electrified stunned for like a brief period and then they just go ham and mess them up it's there yeah, they're very they're very fun to use i also really like them because you know they like they like warp around it's so like if you if you once once you like let's say you know standard pinkman when you like let's say you get those little pellets and you put them into the the thing right then they'll pop out and you have to pluck them out with the glow mm-hmm. pinkman when they put the little star bits into the the thing they like launch out and they are like they like warp around so they'll like warp directly to you and just come out of the sky to yeah. you as you're doing stuff real time so like it makes sense for that like that tower defense stuff because like you know when you're doing that stuff, it's 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 it can be pretty quick when you just want to like run out, 
find like the little clusters of starbits and just throw a pinkman at it. They'll start doing their thing and bringing it back, and then they'll just start flying back to you. So you can just keep on throwing them around. So like that's it's fun how that, how that works pretty well. Um, they're fun, and yeah, they do the cool spirit bomb thing. Yeah, overall, overall, I'm having a good time with it. It's like it's it's more pinkman. So like if they think it's over, by and large, it's still there and it's still fun. Um, looks looks really nice, like visually. Um, it, it's it's checking that like dopamine box of you know finding all the little treasures, collecting stuff, doing getting all that stuff done. You know, the, the course like the previous games is fun little collectibles. Like I like one of the first ones you find is a big Game Boy Advance SP, like the flipping one. And now and now at this point, I found like different Game Boy Advance cartridges everywhere. I found nice. a I found a WaveBird GameCube controller that was pretty fun. Nice. Uh, I found a Joy-Con like you know there's all those silly little things like that and and there of course just all of the random junk but yeah fun time if, if you like pinkman i think you'll you'll still like this one ultimately but you know just minor minor things yeah i get it i i've talked about my qualms with pikmin 2 before mm-hmm. you know that that kind of transition from one to two where it was more like challenge focused and stuff yeah uh just just lost me because i was like i loved just getting lost in the world and yeah. stumbling onto a machine part that would make the game easier for you if you if you managed to get it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Worth noting also, Ghost Trick has a demo that, that has the progress carryover as well. Oh, nice. Chapters. Cool. Yeah, that's, I'm glad more, game, more games are doing that. That's like a, a cool thing to do, for sure. So great. Uh, the only other <clears> thing I wanted to mention was, because I keep forgetting, I got an OLED Switch. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted was to the, speak... Do the Zelda one or no? Mm-hmm. I got the nice. Zelda one. Nice. Uh, so I got it a couple months ago, but I wanted to speak to the people that were like me that were on the fence for a very long time because I was on the fence for a very long time. I know. I don't uh, want to. I don't want to hear this. I got to get this kind of money. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and I, you know, I'm very glad I got the, the Tears of the Kingdom because I'm nice. looking at it right now. It's extremely yeah, nice. Yeah, it looks, looks good. Nice. <laughs> um, and, you know, they're most I don't love like consoles that are tied to games specifically, but you know Zelda Zelda always gets a pass. Uh, the, here here are the things that I've noticed that I appreciate as someone who had a launch switch. Uh, the speakers on this are so much nicer than okay. and the switch speakers that I was coming from, so I don't have to always wear headphones with my switch, which is really nice. Hmm. Um, they are much louder. Um, the screen obviously is is like what you're here for. The OLED screen. It looks mm-hmm. great. Um, it is a little bit bigger, not that much bigger. Not you're not going to notice really that it's bigger. I feel like, um, but also having like Joy Cons that are not drifting as the second you take them off is really nice. Yeah, um, true. And the battery <clears throat> life is is much nicer. So I I will say like. I didn't really play in handheld mode a lot before. I've been more incentivized to do it. Uh, yeah, and, makes and sense. the experience has been more premium. Uh, I don't have to wear headphones. I don't have to worry about the Joy-Cons. Like, the rails are, aren't all worn out so that they don't just <laughs> slip off. Um, sounds much better. Looks much better. So, And I also got a terabyte micro SD card oh, uh, this month. Yeah. So I just have all it. of my Switch games on there um, with like 700 gigabytes left 
uh, to spare. So nice. Uh, yeah, I will say I am. You know, we talked about it already on this show of like there's probably a new switch very soon. That was I talked myself out of it for so long because of this, but I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy with it. It is. It makes it a much more enjoyable experience to play handheld. And you know. I got the um, the little clip that goes on the pro controller, so it just like has the screen clip to it. Uh, so I don't have to use the Joy-Cons, really. Uh, not that I mind terribly when it's in handheld mode, but uh, the Pro Controller is just much better. So best of all worlds, shout out to speakers. They're very important. Shout out. Shout out to qual- quality audio, baby. Yes. It's always always, always important. Uh, that's cool. That's good to hear. Um, yeah. I, I, I definitely have been stick steering away from Yagega OLED for similar reasons. That Zelda one does look very nice though, so it looks yeah. looks cool. Please. The the dock is very good. Very nice, yeah. Yeah, I think I think at this rate I'm, I think I feel like I'm okay waiting, but yeah, I totally oh, I totally the, get it. The kickstand is so much nicer. I, yeah. I know it's like the <laughs> OG kickstand is a joke, but yeah. like the, it's like metal, just... it's like aluminum and it adjusts all the way. So much nicer. Nice. Well, cool. Um, good to hear. But yeah, I think I think that's gonna do it for this trip to Nintendo Land. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it fun, fun chatting, chatting with you as always about Nintendo stuff. We'll be mm-hmm. back. I think um, we'll probably wait till maybe like September ish. Maybe maybe because yeah. I don't know if there's there's not too much Nintendo stuff going around in August anyway. It's basically already It'll August. Probably be early September if there's a direct yeah. as well. So. Yeah, early September will probably be that that you usually always get that kind of early fall direct. So we'll probably come back once we get that uh, that going. Uh, talk more things Nintendo. Um, but till then, thanks everybody for either watching us here on YouTube.com/slash Irrational Passions or on podcast services. We appreciate it. As always, um, so we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.